You know, I was just thinking it's very appropriate that this fight is at a mass grave because it's just, it's exactly where we would need to drag all of you guys after the fight and you're just already standing oh, in the grave. stop it. It's perfect. Stop it just so happens it. that our cleric of the Rastal goes yeah. to loot the dead. So, <laughs> I, you know, I, my brother actually um, had an interesting point. Mm-hmm. He told me, he's like, honestly, I think that that is exactly what a neutral character, true neutral character, oh, would have yeah. done. Yeah. Any other, like, any, any, if, there, if you any were other off alignment. a would have disagreed with it. But he's like, I think you played off Egret's character more accurately in this scenario. Um, well, yeah. right now. Well, then what would an evil character do? If would neutral is loot the totally, dead bodies. Totally would have looted the dead bodies. <laughs> loot probably the massacred innocents. He probably yeah. would have walked up to it, unzipped his pants, and started peeing. If he was an evil character. You made a point. Loot then pee. Loot then pee. Good. And then pee on the loot, too. And hand it to the rest of the party. Uh, <laughs> he had pee on any loot that wasn't his. Yeah. Yes, exactly. This is mine now. Uh, <laughs> I'll climb these. <laughs> Interesting idea. All right. Well, that's a theory. Um, well, welcome back, everybody. Hi. I just uh, hope Johnny's next character is evil. Oh no. I don't know oh, if he do. I don't know if Johnny has it in. He'd be the most like <laughs> he'd be the kindest evil character. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a kind old man with just the worst intentions. I'm evil. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna kill all of you. <laughs> if that's okay with you. Uh, <laughs> That's my guess. I, I seriously could not play an evil character without laughing all the time. Oh yeah. I think I played a. I guess he wasn't technically evil, but I played like a, just a really it was rough very guy. Chaotic neutral. Let's call it chaotic neutral. But he, it was fun. I think I was really good at it. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, stain. Stain. Yeah. Stain and vein. Stain. Veld. Stain and veld equals vein. Yep. Except veins. Anyways, we're out of the scope of the story here. So anyways, as we left... Beyond the scope of this adventure. Beyond the scope. Uh, So last we left everybody, uh, we uncovered uh, this logging settlement. uh, Gristledown, I believe. I hope that's what it was because I don't have it pulled up at the moment. Um, Sounds right. I think that was it. So you guys walk up to this place and it it is toast. You know, the whole place has just been burned to the ground. Um, bodies everywhere, uh, well, not everywhere, but they're either, there's either skins nailed to the wall uh, on this longhouse, and many of them that look as though they've undergone wild forms of torture that are, you know, absolutely unnecessary, like excessive. Um, like Mulan? Like Disney's Mulan? <laughs> when in Disney's they Mulan? Did and did they they roll, that's what the Mongols did, and they put their heads on stake. Oh, I, like I Disney, don't remember that. It was a helmet. They were helmets. Helmets. There was bodies everywhere. All right. When that's is a much Dis- more R-rated version. What's the Disney movie where they together yeah. and they would like put babies and like people's heads on spikes? Right. <laughs> he just missed the second part. What's the Disney movie where they skin people alive after torture? Got it. All right. <laughs> By the way, for those listening at home, which is probably just oh, your brother, <laughs> uh, for Chad. Um, hey, Chad. Uh, this is Morgan. <laughs> Hi, Morgan. <laughs> Hi, Morgan. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyways, 
We find this scene. We see a pile of dead Bodhi. The, the, the pile Bodhi. of dead Bodhis. Uh, everyone named Bodhi. Uh, all the dead bodies in this mass grave, and the earth around the grave is stained red as blood is seeped into the area. Um, and as Egret goes to loot the corpse of an innocent civilian, uh, it animates, shakes itself up out of the grave. And you notice right away, as soon as these things pop up, and I say things, because out pops one, two, three, four skeletons. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. Oh, you said three last we time. No, you totally upped the uh, <laughs> So as this happens, they pop up out of here. You see that, you know, maybe you've heard about skeletons before, you know, these run-of-the-mill guys, but you notice that these guys still have, like, flesh on them. Like, these are not just, like, you know, shambling, barely held together by old dusty ligaments. Like, you still see, like, muscle tissue connecting bones. Like, one of these still has, like, a bicep. Like, it still has, like, some flesh on it. Some of it still has, like, an eye socket. And the eyeballs falling out. They look half like zombies and half like skeletons. But they're, like, not fully skeletal yet. They're, like, really fresh. Um, and they're all, they all come up out of, the, out of this pile of bodies and just shoving their way, clawing their way up out of it. Um, some of them still holding weapons. Some of them still having pieces of metal strapped to what's left of the bone. And they, uh, they're all dripping red, like soaked in blood from head to toe. And it's like this thick paint that's just slowly oozing its way down their faces and dripping in and out of their organs and open rib cages as they all kind of shamble up and run to attack you, roll for initiative. Woo! Here we go! Oh yes, 19. 19! 17. Right. Oh boy. I really Just keep wish track I could roll this by rolling this natural one. Oh baby! <laughs> That's what you needed! in the corner. <laughs> Alright, I gotta roll a lot of initiatives here myself. So let me pull this. So I, my other computer is not I realize everything is saved on my other computer, so I'm kind of just winging it, or trying to like re-pull up all these other sources, so I don't totally have my wits about me. Be patient. I don't know what's going on. Still, I should cause... probably not be looking over no, here. No, you shouldn't. I don't have a screen right now. I feel naked. Um, wait. Uh, you can use my laptop as a screen. Cool. So I'm looking at this bonus here. Um, cool. Morgan's our GM in training for the day. Uh, yeah, I'll set this over here. Oh, baby! Okay. Bets on who's gonna die this combat. Who's gonna Me. be? There. <laughs> Just, I'm gonna die. You feel pretty confident about that estimation. Um, I already rolled a one, guys. On initiative. Oh, yeah, you got your one out of the way now. That might be true. I hope that's true. We'll find out. As long as Lenny's alive. Yeah. As long as, long as Lenny's Lenny really is. the hero of this story. <laughs> See, really the thing is, is you're able uh, to run away. <laughs> I, know. I know. I probably need to. Cool. All right, Justin. Good luck, guys. What'd you get? Uh, 19. Okay. Estefan. 15. Gil. 17. Gilliam Fordmeyer. Modifier? You should have an initiative oh, no, modifier. Didn't. Maybe. Darren, one. Uno. Initiative. No bonus? So, uh, I have a minus 20. one, I think. No, I have a plus one. one. <laughs> I have a plus one. You're going to have a minus one. Got zero okay. initiative. You forgot to have his initiative. Yeah, you just sleep. Darren falls asleep. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this character-wise, and he probably, like, has never come across undead. He's just kind of grown up on the farm. Yeah. So. Well, we already fought against that white. 
which oh, wasn't yeah. his dad. That's true. But I feel like he was probably just like rummaging around and just like didn't expect anything to just rise up out of the ashes. Mm, and... Yeah, true. Uh, Egret. Um, 19. 19. You got that gill rolled a 20. Gill. 17 had a plus 3 initiative modifier, so 20. Got it. Cool. Alright. The stage is set. Um, let me do, do a couple quick things. And... Uh, oh boy. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's so many characters! Yeah, alright, uh, let's So, just you know that. how we requested, like, disco music when we were fighting the spiders? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I were to, this is fine, but if I were to request the music, I'd, I'd want it to be, like, you know that, like, old-time jazz where, like, they all have, like, the muffled voices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm a piano player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like really, really yeah. active oh piano playing. <laughs> it's kind of what I'd want for this, but all right, I'm, I'm think content, I got it. too. Let's get down to business. Do defeat. Alright, good. So we are ready. First up to bat. Skeleton number one. Oh, Rolls a natty twenty on the niche. It was obviously that one. Steps up to the one poking and prodding at it, doesn't quite care for it. Uh, rolling my neon greens here. Yeah. Which, one which one is which one here? Which one is which one? The closest one. Okay, are They're, they going in front of, like directly yeah, in front of me or to the side or what are they doing? So the first one is going to come straight up at you, All right. like, like it is. I'm going to keep that one. And it kind of shambles its way up out of this pit, kind of tripping over its own dead uh, self. Kin. Um, as it's going through all this stuff, and it's gonna take a little swing swang with what looks like a broken scimitar. This thing has just oh been boy. like, it's mangled, like curved, like the blade is barely holding together, and it slashes at you. Natty 18, uh, I'm taking it, that's gonna hit. Yeah, it's a hit. All it's right. a skimmy too, right? There you go, what? Is he in, I'll, I'll, sh I'll shut up. <laughs> Nothing. And he rolls six points of damage. Alright. That's, that's <laughs> a hit. A good start. That is a great start. Next up, skeleton number two. Oh, Natty 18 on initiative. Um, which wants one, to which kill one's number two? So bad. Uh, whichever one, it's going to come up uh, alongside. Uh, right about there. Well, move him up one more. So he'll pop up to there. And then he's going to take another swing swing. Natty 17. Oh my gosh. Oh, 17 is exactly. That'll do it. Takes another swing. Swang. Five points of damage. Woo! I 11 points at, of damage! Um, at zero, guys. Whoa! Oh! Your cleric! Your cleric goes Wait, down! No, not, you're, uh, you're staggered. Oh, that's right. You're staggered, yeah. Cleric is at staggered in a battle against the undead! Oh, my I know. Oh. What, if he has one move, I know what it's gonna be. I have a guess. <laughs> it's gonna be. Is it me? No. Uh, Gil. Oh my God. Gilliam! <laughs> Do something! Gil, you have to save everybody. Right now. We saved you, you jerk. <laughs> Return the favor! With my Call wonderful movement speed. Yeah! <laughs> you got a what is it? Move. 20. You can, right. move, you can move right up to him. Can I? Yeah. 5, 10, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh. He's, he's, got, he's a dwarf. So if you, so oh, he's if, only got 20 feet of movement. If he's right here, 
right? Yeah. It's 5, well, no, no, 10, just 15, 20. Uh, yeah, you could do it. Yeah. Because it's if, if you do it consecutively, it's Straight 15. diagonals, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so every yeah, every other oh, diagonal 15, counts yeah. as two points of movement. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. Two spaces of movement. But you can make it up there and attack, right? That was 20 feet? Yeah, and then yeah. you can just do a punch. Yeah, let's just punch. Poof! So, oh, oops, go back. Grab his rib cage and pull Plus it two out. Plus two to hit. Oh, baby. Is this the nut kind of night we're going to have? I feel good about this, guys. I feel really good about this. Problem. Don't have the crit deck because that... Oh, guys. Let's uh, do some more. Look at we stretch. Can we, like... (laughs) Let's do five here. Um, Yeah, that is uh, 91. So I don't actually even have the fumble deck right now. So I'm just going to call it a miss. Um, You drop your hand. You drop, <laughs> your hand falls your eight hand feet literally away. Just <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and another one grows. <laughs> so I'm just gonna call it a swing and a miss because I don't want to take the time to look that up right now. Justin. Uh, Justin, uh, seeing this, uh, like, I guess seeing Egret kind of like get slammed there, mm-hmm. he's gonna run forward, uh, like as quick as he can, mm-hmm. um, drawing his uh, hammer. And shield on the way, and um, uh, is there anything else he can do? Actually, you know what? He's going to. Was it just a single move to get up there? Yeah, it was just a single move, but he can't really do anything else without getting right up in there. Well, you could always get rid of the movement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why no. don't you swan dive into the bodies and look for treasure? <laughs> That's my suggestion. That's the most logical excuse. I don't know much for, about for it. Combat. That makes. I feel like that's what Justin would do. No. That's playing the character. Right? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. I guess he's. Oh, man. Ah, oh, this is so hard. What's it gonna be? Egret's in bad shape. Gil just embarrassed himself in front of his new friends. Oh. <laughs> on the biggest swing in the middle. I guess. I guess. <laughs> because because he doesn't like wanna... a full 360. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible for him to, like, kind of, like, like, he, cause this is 30 feet movement. Can he, like, kind of, part of a move action, like, try and, like, pull Egret away? Uh... I don't really think. I think it's like a whole grapple check to do it, and I don't see how that wouldn't provoke an attack of opportunity. Oh, that's true, because I would go right up. Because you're practically grappling business. an ally well, adjacent like, to two enemies. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, man. I don't want to get right up in there because I'm going to get attacked right away. Well, that's the point. No, it's you not kinda, the point. You kind of need to be here. Come on, man up. I guess we have three <laughs> frontline fighters right now, so we're doing okay. Not really. We just need to get a egret out of there. Um, but I can't. Get, I can't get. I can't go another five feet and then do a, a grapple check. Like it, that doesn't work. Don't well, pull me out of the way. If it's just, a, just, I mean, just, if it's just, a grapple, um, I mean, talk is a free action. And if it's a grapple, you could technically do that at an adjacent like that. Or no, but you don't have the other five feet. Yeah, I'd say that's the end of your movement. That's cinematic, y'all. Um, I, as I go, um, Justin is just going to yell to Estefan. He says, Estefan, do that thing with the vines. I already did it today. Oh, frick. Oh! Oh! 
We have not rested. No. <laughs> Johnny, you got well, something you can throw in there. No, I don't. Like, I'm... Nothing? Okay, you know what? He's gonna th he's gonna throw an alchemist fire at this guy. Um, do what you gotta do. So he adds his dex and his base attack bonus cool. to that, which is a plus four to hit. And he's gonna throw it at the guy directly over here. Okay. okay it's not like a ten foot range. Uh, Twenty one to hit. Wait, but isn't it like a ten foot range and then you lose? Uh, oh, range increment of ten feet. Frick. And that would do damage to Egret if I threw it at this one. Well, yeah. I do think, it. don't you Just get a minus, but you can throw it further? Uh, yeah, you're basically targeting a square, and I think you add one to the DC every... Or it's every like you, five feet? It's like you add two to the AC every five feet or something like that. Yeah. So it would be... Because, yeah, in front of you is no problem. Too. Well, he had a plus four, so... So like, it's basically like a, like a ten is what it would take to hit a square, but to do a direct hit... Um, you're rolling against its AC. Okay, well, I'm just gonna throw at that square. I rolled a 17. Like, is that. Well, so if you're rolling at the square, it can only do splash damage. Um, if you're rolling at the creature, then you're rolling to hit the creature. Okay, okay. well, so I'm rolling to hit the creature. It's beyond it's, the 10 foot range. Yeah, it's out of the but range. Do How I, far is it then? It's uh, 20 feet away. So 25 ish feet away. Yeah. 5, so, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, so roll to hit the creature then. I already did. 17. 17. Okay, then that'll hit. Okay, sweet. Chaboom! And that's 1d6. Um, Thing lights up. 1d6 points of fire damage. Four points of fire damage. Four points of fire damage. Uh, so there you go. So the thing's and like mixed with, and it's like an abnormally red flame that bursts off yes. this thing. It's just like you see the blood on this thing immediately begin to like scab and cross over as these flames start to wrap around the top of it. And it continues dragging its way towards you guys. Egret. Um, uh, Egret yeah. right. can only really do one thing. Can only run away. Um, no, I'm disabled. I'm disabled. If you do a move action, you remain conscious. If you do standard action, you fall unconscious. I can't remember what <laughs> was just was, I can't remember what was everybody's hit points at before we I'm at eighteen, so I'm fine. I'm full. I'm full. Okay. Egret is going to full withdraw. Okay. Right. Well you you're basically no, doing you, a, you can only do thirty feet of movement. Uh, well okay. so now well, here's the question. Because you can't Full withdrawal without incurring. Well, so normally full withdrawal you can do it, but if you you're can staggered, five foot away. I'm incurring an attack. Right. Okay. No, then, I don't know. I think you, you you might be okay. I'm not sure on that one. If you if you consider it a full withdrawal, I would I would say that's that's fine. She only has one move action though. Right. I think I would allow that to to get out of right. combat. Okay. I'm going to yeah put me um fifteen back further. I mean as far. As you move as far as I possibly can go. Right there. You're yeah, right back right. here now. Wow. <laughs> 11 points of damage in the first round. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, man. You pass out you there? You pump the bear. Like no, you, you only if you make a standard action, you pass out. Action. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you double moved, you'd pass out. So as Egret's running back, she's looking over at Estevan and saying, I need I need healing. Like, because you're, you're the one that has the cure, the one of cure life wounds, right? I believe so, yeah. All right. Yeah. Better hope so. <laughs> or you could just give me the wand, and I can take the wand and use it. Oh, baby. So, uh, 
So Egret runs back. That's the turn. Estefan, you're up. Um, oh, you have the one of Cure Light Wounds. Oh, I do? According yeah. to this, yeah. I have the one of Cure Light Wounds? According to the, so. to the Google Doc. Oh. So, so. It's a good thing you got that. Yeah. <laughs> How many charges did that have? 21, I think. Okay. Well, I better put that in my inventory because that wasn't in. Yeah. I thought I gave it to you um, a couple episodes ago. I'll take uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's say I have it. Sure. All right, let's say you have it. I, I, I think, think that was I the point. I think we could discuss that because we because knew that since Egret could has yeah, her own healing. Yeah, I've got. More so, yeah, we we, we have communicated this. Sure I have channels. Okay. I have channeling. All right. Um, um, and I can also cast Cure Light. Okay. Like, yeah. Is that like a like a thirty foot thing, or does it have to touch with that? Um, I think it's. I think the one of Cure Light. The one is touch. touch. All right. Yeah. And I will move over, and I will use that. Do it. Tippity tap. A little consensual wanding. That's correct. I technically, even though it was a six, oh. seven points of uh, healing. Nice. Right. Right. Respect. Wait, yes. isn't that caster level added to that? Yeah, he I did. did. So Build a five. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it was yeah. a six again. Yeah. All right. Well, that's All right. Nothing. Egret is back from death's door. No, I haven't gone. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, your last. Is, like a zero. <laughs> and next, dead last is. I thought he was saying it was his turn. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm here. I'm with you. No problem. Skeleton in the way back. Uh, is gonna move on over on the other side of Gil there. He wants to take a swing at a uh, little uh, whiffy longstocking thing. I was really taking my time to think of a good pun for that. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I should have taken, taken a little longer. I, I don't got all day, Ken. I, I got, I, this is improv, all right? You gotta be in the moment. Uh, takes a little swing. Natural 20. More. No. Confirm. Are this you serious? Natural 20. Rolling. Yeah. Rocks. All right. That's a 920. So I do have the crit deck actually like, now. I think it's because it's Troy's birthday. Maybe that's what Troy it is. Is, <laughs> is it Troy's birthday? Like, he's it honoring the, uh, the neon green. That's what it is. Yeah, with that. So. Oh, baby. All right. So I, in my random flipping through this, I've got a call card called Sapping Slash. Uh, so this thing comes up, swings again, this mangled blade just chomps through you, and as it does, uh, double damage and target is fatigued, and you just feel like, as it hits you, it like almost knocks the wind out of you, it just like maybe punctures a lung, and it just like, not, like doubles you over for a second. Um, so that's gonna do only four points of damage. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Eight, right. But it doubles? That's doubled. Did not roll well on damage. No, wait, so eight points of damage all Four time. points damage total. So, uh, oh, four oh. total. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? It's a, well, that's good. That's, yeah. That's did, did not roll incredibly well on that one. Um, no, at least there's that. Two times two. You did hit. Two um, I did hit, though. That's good. Um, so, four points of damage, and you were fatigued. Um, Japan's say, calling, guys. It didn't say for how long. That's weird. I have no idea why. Why is Japan calling? Uh, just... Uh, isn't it 1d4 rounds? Yeah, I think that's good. So I'll do the 1d4. Three rounds. Three rounds. <laughs> you just winded. Um, man, I, you know, I thought about that the other day. The first day I ever signed up to play football, like the first practice we had with pads, I got the wind knocked out of me, like on the first practice, and it was the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> just trying to inhale, but like... It sucks, man. Yeah, we're just like... Yeah. Oh, like you just can't <laughs> inhale any air. You feel like you're gonna die. It was I awful. I fell out of the window in my playroom one 
yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yep. it's terrifying. Yeah. You go in crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's no bad. Yeah, after you can breathe again. After you, you can breathe again. First sound yeah. you make is weeping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I said, Mom, Dad, I'm quitting football. They're like, no, you've tried every other sport. This is the only one left. You're sticking in football. <laughs> we paid for you to be here. I was like, fine. And then I played it for seven years. So, anyways. Yeah. So, thanks, Mom and Dad. Perseverance. Um, so, there you go. That's the damage on that one. Not too bad. Um, but then the other skeleton. He swings that I hit up. with fire. Yeah, swings up over to Darren. Comes in for a little hug. He's what? gonna roll. Natural. Wait, hold on. 20. Are you kidding me? Oh what? Um, He's not kidding. The target takes an additional 1d6 points of damage on its turn. Um, the, on the round following a direct hit with the alchemist the fire. fire. Um, if desired, the target can use a full round action to attempt to extinguish the flames before taking the additional damage. It's not gonna do that. So, five points of damage. Five Two points down. of damage. I think Sham was sway on up. Another five points of damage. You look, and as the flames kind of like are continuing oh, to burn through this thing, you see it coming at you, literally eyes on fire, as it's just shambling its way at you. And you notice as it kind of like lifts up its arm, like it looks like it's about to go down, but then you see it like for a second, it feels like part of the flesh regrows on its body. Oh, and it looks great. like it gets like a second wind. Something weird And lifts its scimitar back up over its head and right as it's over its head, the thing collapses into dust. And yes! Oh, Alchemist fire! Oh, is dead. Yeah. That's that was a That was a confirmed crit. So that's the right. Woo, that's you got lucky. Yep. Um, there you go. And that's, as we saw, the last confirmed crit was not terribly dangerous, but... But there you go, one skelly down, and it is Darren's turn. That is so good, guys. <sighs> All right, I have to ask, are these medium creatures? Uh, yes. Okay, good to know. All right, so Darren is actually going to, in, like, being so grossed out by that sight, mm -hmm. actually switch over to a shield and sword. Oh, baby. Oh, this is a first for him. I know. Change of costume. Just man. a little long sword shield action. Okay. Um, and he's going to... If I five foot step, could I double attack? Could I Four hit with attack. the sword and then hit with the shield? Yeah, uh, but it's a minus four penalty. I realize this. I've been doing this the wrong with Justin the entire time. Oh, no. Because I've been adding his... Having his full bonus whenever he goes with the hammer and the shield. Yeah. With the to shield, it would be a minus four penalty to uh -huh. to try and hit. So it, yeah. instead of a plus six and a plus six, it'd be a plus six and a, and a plus two to mm. hit. So right. just well, so you know, it. that's what I realized this past week. No, and cool. I think it was like two weapon fighting. It's with like a minus weapons. four and a minus eight or something like that. Right. Unless you have two weapon fighting, mm -hmm. yeah, like that. But anyways, cool. Five foot step, full yep. attack. So here we go for the first attack. Woo! Natty 18. All right, that's so a hit. 23 to hit. Okay. And with the long sword, it's a 1d8. Yeah. Plus 3. Oh, uh, what did I roll an 18? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's 9 points of damage. 9 points of damage. With, with the sword. Yep, slashing. And then, and then the shield goes to do... It totally misses. So... As you, so, and miss with the shield, you said? Yeah. So you come up thing, slash down at this thing, and you just feel the sword connect with bone. And it, like, it chips at it, maybe a rib cracks and everything, but you just feel the, you know, like, like dragging it across brick, just, like, just slides across the skeleton more than it, like, really cuts into it. 
nick some of the flesh, cracks a couple bones, but you know they did not do as much damage as you wanted it to. Um, but you do do damage. So there you go. And then as you do that, slam this thing down, you hear um, behind you, uh, from the longhouse area, up on the wall, oh, no. you hear like a voice come from the walls. And it just goes, and you see from the wall, pinned up, one of these skins that's pinned to the wall just starts like, like a, like a paper you're holding out of a car window, just starts violently fluttering and flapping against the wall, tears itself off. What? And it looks like the top, like basically like ghost in a sheet, you know, but just the top half of a human body and just the skin, kind of like coalesces to form a somewhat kind of humanly like figure. And uh, let's use this guy. Oh, oh, okay. That's the closest thing we got to it right now. Okay. And starts whipping its way towards Wait, you Where guys. is it? Where is it? First off, looks like this. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's bad. It's bad news. It's bad news, friends. So uh, this thing comes whipping at you. Whereabouts? Uh, where, where is he? He starts over at the longhouse. Yeah, where? Yeah. He is going to whip his way over. Guys, I feel like I failed you as a 90s kid because I wanted to sing the Creepy Crawlers yeah. theme and I just didn't know it. We yeah. just set him right here. This, so this is gonna, the longhouse right here. He's yeah. Right there. So he whips himself over. Um, he's going to take his move action and he's going to walk over to Estefan there. Or float, glide his way, whipping through the wind. Um, and it just looks like it's being pulled in all directions as it's just like like shambling its way across the battlefield. Walks up to Estefan, uh, and he's gonna make a combat maneuver oh, check. No. Uh oh. So I'm gonna need you to let me know what your CMD is against a. 24. Oh, yeah, it is not God. 24. It is significantly less than 24. Oh, okay. So now, a couple things are gonna happen. Gross thing is grappling me. <laughs> oh, Lauren, this is exciting. This is exciting. This is, this is exciting. So, here's what's gonna happen. Shredskin, it flips its way off the wall and just and like, it's like howling, you know, the whole time it does this. It, it just like reaches out to Esipin and just like, as it grabs him, it basically like, you know, it basically like grabs him around his arms and then it like folds itself inside out. And it's just like, you know, it just folds around the entirety of your body. You fight for a second and then it just, it just constricts you in place. And then the top half of your body is completely covered by the skin that just came flying off the wall. And you are immobilized for a moment. Um, and Yep, and you suddenly, and Estefan is the only one who knows this at this point, but it's holding you and constricting you, and you realize that I can't move, but it starts to move you, and you feel yourself starting to get pulled in certain directions as it begins kind of clawing its way towards everybody else. And I don't know if you take damage on this round. On a successful grapple, it was, doesn't that like, doesn't a grapple also do its like natural attack damage? I think that's how it works. Um, I would check that. I, I, I don't. I don't think so. Something like that. I would say definitely not. But I'm gonna check. Oh boy, guys, this is bad. <laughs> oh 
He didn't go easy on us, guys. No. I, <laughs> I'm gonna say, oh, this is bad. Uh, I'm gonna say it deals its damage on its turn each round. On its turn each round. Okay, got it. So on its turn, it will then do damage. Um, so right now, it just has you grappled inside of this thing. And it is the first skeleton's turn. Uh, it's gonna look over at Darren there. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, that's the one in front of Gil, I believe, is the yes. first skeleton. This yes, one that's the one. Um, so it's going to uh, swing again at Gil. Uh, 13 to hit. not the truth, that one. That was the that first would be a one? Miss. Yeah, because it stepped right up to Egret, and Egret was right here. Oh, that's true. All right, well then, it would have attacked Aaron then. So 13 is miss. probably a miss. So that's no good. Swing and a miss. Second Skelly, which I believe that is the one in front of Gil, will swing with an Eddie-free. It's not going to do it. Nice. So two misses. Gil, you're up. All right, so I'm going to... Um... <laughs> I think I'm gonna stun punch the one right Whoa. here. Love the sound of that. It's <laughs> exciting. Stunning fist. Yes. Give it a gold, good old stun fist. All right. Alrighty. Let's see what is. That's just your unarmed strike, I believe. <laughs> just out of nowhere. You have to, yeah, so you're yeah. using so it. Hard. Oh, you're like, yeah. So you damage to your unarmed attack to make a fortitude save. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going for here. Ten to hit. Ten to hit. Our uh, bloody skeleton. That is a miss. So sorry. Gee. Oh baby. I think that's how it works. For a monk. Shot. Really? For a monk? A no ten to hit. He's fatigued. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. There you go. Uh, all right. There you go. Next up is Justin. Hmm. Um, Justin. AC is that armor class? Yeah, no, I'm just so defending okay, his AC. Yeah, is there anything yeah. below that that's going to be a miss? Got it. Yeah. All right, yeah, I, I, I was just checking to see if it wastes the stunning fist if you miss. I was just, uh, I can't remember. No, 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 not sure how it works. Um, Justin's up. Justin, kind of seeing everything that's happening, um, he, uh, kind of, like, looks up to, like, Arastal, and he's like, uh, Arastal, I know your arrows protect us, and he kind of touches the, the holy symbol around his neck, mm. um, kind of how he sees Egret doing that, mm. and he, um, like, tries to, like, do what she does, and he's, he calls out the name of Arastal, and he's like, SMITE THEM! And tries to channel positive energy. Oh boy. Roll a d100. <laughs> 35. You see as you grab it, the Hoi symbol kind of flickers and like shines for a second and softly glows, but it doesn't get much further than your own body. And it doesn't seem to do it. But you felt for a moment a power flowing through you that you've never felt before. Like you've known, like you've known Arastal's been looking over you, but for a moment you felt like he was giving you strength. You felt it through your arms in a way that you've never felt power before. 
um, but it didn't quite burst. There wasn't a surge of energy, but you did feel something new. Um, yeah, so that's your standard action? Uh, no, that's a quick action. Swift, swift, swift action. action? Yeah. Okay. And uh, having noticed Notice this thing go after uh, Estefan, um, he kind of sees that you guys are, are like, you, you kind of have the, the skeletons under control, but he sees that this thing has Estefan. And he runs up to the thing, and he um, he's going to try and grapple the thing off of Estefan. Great does, does that... Do I roll a grapple check? Do I roll an attack? What do I do? So, it's a strength check. That's okay. what you're trying to do. Because you're really trying to pry this thing and just rip it off of him. Okay. Because um, if, you if you grapple it, you're also grappling Estefan. So right, that's not exactly. going to help you. Um, but you're doing so a strength, strength check. strength check to try and rip this thing off. Yep. Um... Okay, he's, uh, 10. Strength check of a 10. That is a fail. Ugh. Not gonna do it. Okay. Just start tearing at this thing and it just shakes you off and you just see the skin constrict right back over. And it's like moving a little bit, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like it has its own muscular system. You know, like you see like it's like flexing and tightening in certain ways as it's so just kind of weird. moving Estefan around. Um, and Egret is up. Alright, um, so now that, okay, so Egret knows that now that Just, uh, Justin is there with Estefan, um, she's actually going to, um, kind of make a, a daring move here. Oh, baby. And, uh, she's going to run back up. Oh, baby. To the, uh, group, and she's going to, tr she's going to cast Burning Hands. Oh, out right. this way, yeah. yeah. So I think you can you get, get two, two of them. Of them. Yeah. yeah, I can't get all of them, but all right. that was my original plan. But somebody knocked me at zero, so <laughs> uh, you would run right up into his face. I would go right here. Yeah, okay. I think you can get him there. Okay, cool. Yep. All right, so coming back up. Why? Yeah, you um, gotta goes for it. Cast. So I'm just really a reflex save, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the reflex for half damage is 11 plus my wisdom modifier, which is a plus 4, so that's a 15. Okay, let me just check one thing. Okay, so what is the DC? 15. So it's a fail and a pass. Alright. One fail, one pass. So... Running on over there. Is it set damage or you roll it? Uh, it's, 2d4. It's 2d4. Oh, okay. Awesome. Four. Four. All right. And wait. Come on. Two. two. So right. six. Four and two. Uh, is that plus six your caster level? Damn. Um, oh, yeah. Plus one. Um, per level? Plus or? one for... Because um, I'm, yeah, I'm an Ifrit. I have a plus one to fire. And then nice. I have... Um, does base attack... Work no, that no, way? No, I don't think so. so. I thought it adds your caster level, though. I thought it's plus one per level. So it's six points um, of damage plus Oh, yeah, one that's true. For, so, so is that a plus, plus two seven. caster that's level? That's a nine. So that would be nine. For plus two nine. caster level plus yeah. one for Ifrit. Right. Okay. Four, two, one. Ifrit, two. Yeah, so walking up, <laughs> flames bursting out of your skin. She's got fire in her own eyes looking at these guys. She's got a bone to pick. Hey! Uh, didn't even plan on that one. Stumbled my way into that one. Um, lights these things up, and, uh, and it cooks all of the other corpses in this grave, but also the two that she was aiming at. 
both skeletons wrapped in flames for a moment. The flesh sizzles and burns, you know, again, that, that intensely red flame falling off of these things. And both of them, the flesh burns off of them and the skeletons crumble to the ground. And two down, baby! Yes. Look at down. that. Yes. Two down. Um, as Egret is like looking at this, she yells over um, to um, she yells over to the group and says, "I think they're weak to fire. Um, try if you have any fire checks, try and use them." Yeah, no one really tried to roll like a knowledge check on anything either, too. Those are free, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was good. Uh, Estefan is currently grappled. What's she gonna do? Uh, I could try to break free, but drive to work. You are uh, very strong. Escape artist. Yeah, not really. Yep. Have a plus one to escape artist. That's correct. That's a die. five. That's a correct die. All right, fine. Twenty. Yes. All right. Got the correct die. That's a little better. <laughs> that's a little bit better. Um, so, and is escape artist against? Is that against strength or against CMD? Um, CMD. CMD. I think. I think it's against CMD. Okay. Um, either way, just kind of like the things around you, and you kind of just like manage to like shake forward, wiggle yourself off, get one arm free, and then just like slip your way out the bottom of it as it just folds and starts ripping itself violently around the air again. Um, and you are free of this thing. Oh, yes. That is huge. I would call those switch blazes. Yep, there you go. So just like getting off a shirt that's too tight. You had a, you had a children's medium on. You managed to just work that thing off. Um, there you go. So that's that, and then I don't, did you get another action after that? Is that a four round action to slip out of that? I feel you can like tell, it would just be. push Barry to, or uh, yeah, push, push Barry, Barry to, to attack. To attack. It's a standard action. Okay. So push Barry to attack it. Yeah, I will do that. Here you go. So you can five foot step up, so you can make a full attack, claw claw bite. Yes. It's like rawhide. Come so on, Barry. Two claws. Yeah, those are both gonna be misses. I don't even know. Okay. What... Worth a shot. Yeah, it's like a ten and a twelve. Nope. And then for the bite, that's a twenty-three. Nice. All right. That's gonna be a hit. It's a little nibble. Twenty-four plus two. Four points of damage. All right. Nice. Gross. Don't lick my face, Barry. Yeah, Not right yeah. now. <laughs> there you and go. One weird. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that's Estefan. That skeleton is up, still looking at Sir Gilliam, and just wants to wants to stick it. Goes for it. That's gonna be a 15 against AC. Your AC is 15. Oh, <laughs> that's a touch. Very that's scary. a little little tippity tap with that broken scimitar. Um, so he's gonna take a little swing swing, and that's gonna be two points of damage. That's not bad. Not too bad. And dude, you're like... Just chipping. You really got the worst of it. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's um, taking a crit and yeah, two other got, hits. He's still yeah. taking less damage than yeah. you did in the first round. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. That was insane. Man, Gil's is lucky, I guess. I that came off looking way more intimidating than this fight has been so far. <laughs> uh, that really was a very foreboding beginning. Hey, Don't jinx it. Just saying. That could, any one of those hits could have been just as bad. Um, and Darren is up. All right. Take out that skeleton. No, I was gonna go for the big guy. If well, I do you him. even see him? I mean, um, that's the sure. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I was facing the other way. Roll, you can. Well, perception. You heard the, not a you good heard idea. the commotion. 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I would have heard him being like, ah, it's on my face. (laughs) (laughs) And these skeletons have just been dropping, so I feel like he'd be like, no, let's get this guy. I'm sure he would have turned. Your companion being eaten alive by a big Oh, you'd be right here flanking because. Well, I don't have 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 your sword and shield. Yep. Alright, so I'm gonna. Bring it in with the longsword. Bring it in. And I'm hitting. Or I have a. Is it my attack bonus and my base attack bonus? It just says. So, do you have the longsword equipped Plus on five. you? It, that's literally all that. Oh, it's already added on there. Yeah. So it shows you what's added. So your base attack bonus, okay. your ability modifier okay. for strength. And Seventeen so. to hit. Seventeen to hit. This flying scary bedsheet. That is a hit. Woo! That's Hoo-ah! great news. Isn't it though? It's going to do Ooh, 11 damage. damage. Oh, yes. baby. Yes. Slashing damage. So yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> can I get some new sheets? I uh, <laughs> 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 don't know what that means. Um, all right. Uh, oh, I guess it was actually 19 to hit because flanky. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Well, okay. So, I feel like Lenny like used his him. head to like help me swing the sword. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> extra power. <laughs> it is going to, uh, as Darren kind of like slashes down at this thing, it tries to like wiggle its way up your arm and wrap itself back. Like that same thing, like wraps your arm and then just folds over the top of you as it attempts to enshroud you. No. Um, so that's <laughs> no. going to be, I don't know here. We got a 16 against your CMD. Oh, CMD. Yeah. Your CMD is pretty high because of your armor. Probably. Let's, see. Let's hope so. It should say. Oh, yeah. 18. Yeah. 18? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got away with this one. But as it's wrapping around and like folding. Lenny's head gets in the way. Pokes through the hole you just made. Um, yeah, it just wraps itself around. And as it's like, as it's swirling around, you like shake this thing off. And as you push it away, it like whips back around and looks at you. And there's something familiar about it. Ooh. Like you can't place really at all. And again, this thing is like this hollow amorphous, its face is like in this constant state of everything. But something in the back of your head looks at this thing and says like, this, something about it is familiar. And you have no Marla? idea what it is. Um, <laughs> is that you, Marla? <laughs> Skittles! <laughs> Skittles! <laughs> it's back! Does it look like a donkey? Um, and Gil is up. It's right in front of you, hit it. I think it's time for uh, Are you gonna run? number three. No, I'm going to punch it. All right, punch i got to redeem it. myself. All right. All right, so. Oh, <laughs> that's ten to hit again. Ten to hit is a You're no longer fatigued, though. So you this can is the last round. Yeah. Yep. Impressive skills. There you go. Impressive skills. <laughs> <laughs> really demonstrating your value to demons. I love that. Damn man, the dice. Just a nice, you know, distraction. The dice oh are no respecter of persons. Uh, Justin is up. Justin, um, seeing, uh, I guess, like, this thing. Um, He kind of glances over and sees that Gil is having some trouble with this thing, and he's going to run over to... Kind of seeing that, that um, Darren has kind of taken care of, or is almost taken care of this uh, 
bed sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, bed sheet of doom. Uh, this call flying it. hammock. Call it he, he runs sheet. up to the the skeleton <laughs> and uh, rolls to hit with uh, his warhammer. All right. Does. Oh nice. Oh, oh yeah, twenty four. Twenty four to hit. Yeah. That is a miss. What? Definitely <laughs> <laughs> plus four. A shambling ninja skeleton. All right, ten points of damage on this thing. Woo! So runs on up to this thing and where that slashing, kind of the sword just kind of click 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 like slid past this, this warhammer, right? Yeah. You just see it connect and bones just burst as this yes. thing just like crumbles, like half of its body just goes concave. And it just crumbles to the ground. There's nothing left of that thing. Nice. Um, yes. Wow. You know, there's a there's a whole thing with that, but it's gone now. Uh, Egret, <laughs> you're up. All right. Um, Egret's going to. All we got um, is a dead sheep left. Cuddle up and say oh, night night. <laughs> it's not as right. deadly as it should be. Egret's no. <laughs> Egret's going to draw her heavy crossbow. Here we go. That that'd be firing into melee. I'm firing direct, directly. That's the problem, though. That, that is that takes a minus two or a minus four or four. I think it's a minus four. Yeah. So as much as I'd love to, I I I. The okay. Are, I don't know. Are, He's got a pretty clean shot. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, stra- I'm, stra- I'm looking straight down. None of you guys are in the way. Not even diagonally. Yeah, That's, I mean, you could if argue. I'm firing straight down. So the only thing that they'd say is like, while they're positioned that way, what the game represents is that even though that's where they're all standing, they're all ducking and weaving and slashing and leaning, lunging past each other. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, it's kind of like rules as written, rules as interpreted kind of thing. Right. Looking at the board, it makes sense that you have a clean shot. Right. But the game's description would indicate there's more going on than what we can right. see on the board. Then Egret's not going to draw a heavy crossbow. So I'll, how about this? I'll give you a shout out of minus two instead of the minus four. Because you, there's still obviously motion going on. You're still trying not to hit allies. But you think you could probably, you know, pin right. this thing if you got a good angle. All right. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do that. Um, so, yeah. That's what I'll do. So she's going to take a shot. And um, I'm just going to assume that I'm going to roll well. Here we go. And uh, she's going to uh, look at this thing and just yeah. yell at this thing and be like, I'm going to turn you into a wall rug. <laughs> it already was a wall rug. And it's a natural two. <laughs> It'd be grand. <laughs> it's zero like, to hit. He's like, I was a wall rug 30 seconds ago. I didn't need your help. Uh, <laughs> that's worth a shot. Right through the hole that Darren cut, just, whoosh, just straight through the middle. So good shot, but it's a miss. Um, Freaking a man. Yep. That's the miss. This sounds like a pea shooter airsoft gun where they just like fall out of the barrel. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, you get a plus two for flanking. Here we go. See if I can finish this guy off with the scimitar. Here we go. That's yes! oh, That might do it. Let's see if that confirms. Might just do it. 19 to confirm. Yes. That'll do it. Come Very on. nice. Look at that. So 2d6. Let's get that crit. I'll we'll hit deck up. I do have it now. So Ooh. 10 points of damage. Nice. nice. And this is slashing, right? Oh. Yes. Slashing. We have severed spine. Uh, Didn't have a spine. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have one. All right, let's pick a different one. Uh, the picture looks like it does. Uh, right. Well, this is the wrong picture. Yeah, it's okay. Well, this is probably good. 
Gut Slash yeah. would be oh, dou yeah, double guts. damage and 1d4 bleed. Target cannot swallow whole, which would be awesome because I would imagine at that point it's got a mm -hmm. hole in it so it can't quite get a grip on anybody. Okay, 1d4 so, bleed. So what's the damage? Nine. There's, There's ten, points, ten of damage, points of damage, and then the bleed is going to be three points of damage. Nice. So um, this thing isn't kind of like whipping around. Darren gets this thing, and like it comes off his arm. It kind of turns back at Darren, and for a second, he's looking it in the face. And it, as it's kind of like about ready to claw back out, this scimitar just comes clean through the back of it yeah. and just it folds into two pieces and just slowly kind of like we falls to the we ground like wet paper. Um, and it is dead. Yes. Awesome. Nice. Dead, Whoa. dead, dead. Murder! And Esteban says, man, I need a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all yeah. need showers yeah. now. Yep. How's it feel having worn someone else's skin? It's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah it's pretty gross. Yeah. I'm gonna go eat some humble pie when I get back to <laughs> <laughs> It tastes better than it sounds. Um, yep. Just want to mention uh, how a couple things about that combat. One, Blood Skeletons, as I alluded to with the first death with the Alchemist Fire, they had fast healing one, so I was really excited for the moment you knock it below zero and it heals itself back up. But every time you killed it, it was by like six points over. <laughs> it was like, well, that's not going to help. Um, and then with the Shred Skin, it was so, I was so upset that you got out because if you attack the Shred Skin while it's on somebody, it does you, damage you share you. the damage. Yeah. So like even I if you that. you could be hacking away at this thing and Estefan's dead underneath and you're still <laughs> hacking at this thing, like that would be amazing. Um, so you say share the damage, so you do ten points of damage. Do we each get five or do we each get ten? It'd be five and five. Okay. Oh my so gosh. so you don't even do any half damage. Well, I thing. figured that. That's why I was like, we need to rip this thing off. Of that's a good do. move. That was a Thinking good that. idea. I'll even give you a bottle cap. Really? Yeah. My first bottle cap, guys. There you go. All right. Where's the GCP bottle cap? And then you gave him all the coding. You have all of them? You're yeah, supposed to have two of them. all of them. Oh. How many do you have? You're gonna get a. You're gonna get a. Who's are these? Oh, oh, those, those are them. Oh, that's yeah. Those shouldn't be anybody's. Those are mine. <laughs> Why are they over here? Guys. They're sitting I, by Cody's dice. I didn't I set up those the were stuff. His, but no. I was sure. Stealing my bottle caps. Just for that, everyone give me your bottle caps back. <laughs> <laughs> Cleansing the economy. You can get a. You can you get, get, get a. Uh, a Razzmatazz. Razzmatazz. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah. The best character ever. He's there such you. a great character. I'm so mad he's dead. He'll be alive forever. Can I hold the baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. He'll yeah. be friends forever. Friends forever. 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 Yeah. Such uh, a weird episode. Yeah. So, uh, you're out of combat. The All threat right. is currently ceased. Um, nice. All right, now let's with the bodies. Let's look at the for real this time. Yep. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Justin <laughs> walks over know. to Egret yep. and he's like, I, I tried, I tried to, tried to channel the power of Arastor, yeah, right. and it seemed to work for a second, but it, it didn't do it like you did. Egret looks over to him and. And uh, she just kind of grinned, and she's like, I know, I saw. And, and she basically explains, she's like, this is not a power that comes naturally. There is a, there's a sort of bond that you have to make, um, almost an agreement. And, uh, and it, takes, it takes time. 
but uh, if your focus is as sincere as your heart is, you'll be act. You'll, I mean, you'll be well on your way. Well, it really. I was. Is. I've. I've been reading the the holy texts, and the one thing that it talks about the most is is being. Spending time and protecting and comforting and caring for the people that you love. And I, I feel like I haven't, uh, over these past few days, past few weeks of being out here, I have, I've, I've spent more time out protecting everyone by being, by, by scouting and with you guys. And I haven't spent any time with caring for Elise. I feel like I need to, I need to, if, if I want to grow that connection, if I want to make that agreement, I think I need to bring my time with you guys to an end and, and stay back with, with the rest of the, of the survivors and maybe help train them and spend more time with Elise and protect her because this time is precious and I've been, I've, that's what I've been reading and I feel like that's the most most important thing for me to do right now. It's a, she's like, that must, that must be in Second Opinions, Chapter 4. I know it well. It's a great passage. So, yeah, that's kind of just Justin kind of like... She, uh, seriously. Try, kind of, man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to, like, know, right? and express to you, like, why he, like, what what he feels like he needs to do yeah. at this point. Like, if if, um, if he wants to grow closer to the rest, like, he wants to pr- truly protect Elise, if he wants to truly protect these survivors. She, uh, puts her hand on his shoulder and says, there was a time where I had the opportunity to protect my family. And uh, and she said, "I understand, and you're doing you're, you're you're doing the better thing. You're doing the better thing." He's like, "All right, well, let's uh, let's grab what we can from here and try and uh, get let's get back to camp, tell them what happened, and see where we need to go from here." Mm-hmm. But I, I think from now on, Elise, I I think. Uh, I think you need to take the lead with this, with this, uh, this scouting party we have here, this little party we have here. And he says, "I know you wanted this," and he, he hands you, or he, he kind of takes off the plus one chainmail he has and he gives it to you. Oh, he's like I know man. you wanted this. <laughs> and um, he's like, "All right, guys, let's uh, let's grab what we can and let's let's see let's see if we can find anything else here and let's let's head back to camp." So while that conversation was going on too, I feel like Darren and Estefan being on both sides of this thing and it's getting split in half. Yeah. I feel like Darren would just be like, what the frick was that? (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, again, there's no knowledge checks rolling on any of this stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't know what the frick that was. Um, and then he'll go, but nice job. And he'll like clink swords because they're both holding them at each other. Yeah. <laughs> gingerly touch up tips. <laughs> and I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Anti bottle cap. <laughs> 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 I feel like 
bottle cap as I apologize for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so then Darren will jump off a line and be like, whoa, boy, whoa, boy. Oh. <laughs> like, kind of treating him like a joke get him riled up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Lenny's like obviously not a horse and is not making any noise. <laughs> yeah. He's just doing that because he wants to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, boy. <laughs> Does, like he makes it on like. Yeah. I don't have knowledge Do you also do knowledge religion, knowledge local? Knowledge local, yeah. Yep. Nature? Uh, not nature. Okay. Uh, twelve. Oh, natural twenty for oh, local. One and twenty. Twenty-two. Um, on the on the skin thing, so it is called a shred skin. Ooh. Uh, and what they say with that is that it's usually when, um, and it says specifically, and I closed the page, but it said, um, when somebody is basically murdered and skinned alive as a trophy, like when that's it, when it's an act done out of malice that uh, sometimes the skin will reanimate seeking vengeance on the thing that killed it. Um, or okay. trying to cling to a body to basically inhabit a body again. You know, like, it, oh, it's really, theory. really oh, what shit. it was trying to do was just trying to be, you know, have flesh and bone again. Um, so it was trying to basically be like, I lost my body, I'm going to take one of yours. Um, so in its kind of pain and malice, tried to basically inhabit another host. Um, and uh, yeah, so it did. You would have found at that point too that like to attack it is to attack the host as well, which ah, I wish we could have gotten some of that in there. But um, yeah, that's about I what do. You know can we perceive? Because I recognized it as yeah. something. Yeah. Do, do I notice anything of? Uh, roll a perception check. I rolled a natural nine. Yeah. Perception. I have a minus one. Well, so the first thing. <laughs> well, so the first thing you notice is that um, it has something wrapped around its neck, and it's something called a uh, hand of the mage, and Whoa. I don't actually know what it is. Well, so that up. Yeah, it's a hand of the mage. Is what <laughs> well, mage hand is. Basically. And that's what I think it is. It's basically like. Can yeah, Egret roll a perception on it to see if she can figure out what it is? Um, maybe once we I know what like it is, you're welcome to do so. And like, try to identify the yeah. thing. Well, we'll worry and about that stuff mage. in a second, but rolling that perception set, you, you find this item around it, and you kind of, you know, you like roll the skin over, and it's gross. It's still like, it's it almost feels like wet leather, you know, yeah. like it's yeah. it's not like like regular skin. It's been hung out to dry Whoa. for like a couple days. So the mummified elf hand hangs by a golden chain around a character's neck, taking up space as a magic necklace would. It allows the wearer to utilize the spell Mage Hand at will. Nice. Literally no, like it It doesn't even... It basically gives zero level spell for free. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's awesome. I like that. That's neat. What does Mage Hand do? Mage hand is basically like a ghostly hand. move it at will from a distance. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So like something up to five pounds, you can just like have this little ghostly hand, to like just pick things up and move them around and stuff like that. So it's cool. it's interesting as to do. We that don't came use in handy when uh, we played at the reunion. Because remember, yeah. I uh, my guy used it to go and grab uh, that dynamite. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so it's you can be creative about how you use yeah. it, but you notice that. And then you kind of like roll this thing, kind of pushing it around with like your sword as you're trying to figure out what this thing is. You look at the face and it's just, you're really having a hard time piecing it together. Like there's no bone underneath it. Like, but something mm. about it, um, you just can't quite place it. 
but you just feel like you've seen this face before. Which is odd, because you're not necessarily like, you know, like Gristledown, you've never been there. You know, it's not something that you've been to before, but for some reason this face is striking you as familiar. Um, Should we all try perception? So, or was it just familiar for me? Yeah, you're the only one that would probably recognize it. I'll save you the time. Um, and also, I think at the end of last episode, you were up by the bio pile of bodies detecting magic over it, right? Yeah. Pretty sure you walked up to do that. So I misspoke before. The same would have happened. But you would have detected magic, basically, over the mass grave. Um, not a lot, but you know that there is, you know, it seemed like there's something magical somewhere in the mix of this mountain of bodies. And there's probably, you know, roughly 20 or 30 bodies, basically, in a pile, including these skeletons. Um, so, uh, yeah, you would notice that. And then I think, uh, you know, even rolling a perception check over it, too, you'd see, you know, these people weren't exactly, you know, picked over. Some of them still have, you know, there's, there's a couple of satchels you'd see in there. There's people with clothes, a couple pockets and pouches. You think there might be something in there. Um, you know, but it would take you guys having to spend some time actually, like, digging through and moving bodies around to actually find stuff. Mm-hmm. You said there's, like, 20 to 30 bodies. Um, yeah. Egret um, takes off because she, when she gets the, gets this chainmail on, mm-hmm. she has her old chainmail. And she knew that Estefan wanted the, the chainmail, so she's actually going to give Oh, her, I can't use chainmail. Oh, then who was it? That, that Did I roll off for it? It was me and you and, and uh, Darren. Darren, Darren, but Darren got it and then gave it to you yeah, because I've you didn't get it. Oh, okay, so you got something better. Yeah. Okay, well then I guess you're just going to hold on to it. <laughs> yep. um, that works. Um, yeah, I mean, Egret's willing to... Pet Millenni. <laughs> Easy boy. And it's <laughs> just standing boy. there perfectly still. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is such a weird... Um... <laughs> yeah. um, um yeah, I mean, Egret's willing to, um, uh, what's it? Look it over. Look she's over lo- yeah, she's willing to move the bodies around and find whatever's down underneath. Sure. Justin really isn't willing to do that. He feels like it's kind of a, uh, like, yeah, he knows we need, we need this stuff, but he's like, he's really not feeling like it's the right thing to do to steal from all these dead people, but he knows that we're survivors, so he's like, I'm, I can't help you with it, but I'll. Just kind of like keep keep an eye out towards the forest. So, yeah, fair enough. Because the, uh, the other thing you do too, like this is not a peaceful burial that they've been given in this yeah. mass grave. Like the option is, we could bury like them. in moving them, it could be a process of actually yeah. properly giving them a burial as well. Yeah. Um, or, you know, maybe even like performing some kind of ceremony, yeah. like actually officially putting them to rest. Um, Egret's more than willing to do something like that. Yeah. Danny, can Lenny perception to see if he might know this? Like, would Lenny know this person, too? Because he has a better perception. Communicate it to you who it is. I don't think Lenny would be able to tell you what he saw. Yeah, I know, but maybe Uh, just for story's sake. Um, sure. Let's have Lenny roll a perception. He's a plus... Oh, yeah, he only had a... Eight. Lenny looks at you in, in, in a very heavy and dramatic way. <laughs> uh, and then just cries yeah, a single yeah. tear. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> hands him like a carrot. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if there's any like memory <laughs> skill checks. Okay. I wonder if there's uh, any like memory skill checks that you can make later to see like. 
oh, that's who that was, yeah. type of thing, you know? Yeah, they, I mean, there's actually a couple classes that have bonuses to rechecking skills. Um, that's kind of interesting, but uh, anyways. It's lost so, forever. So, uh, yeah, so what do you guys want to do? So you can also look around, too. I mean, we haven't really, like, thoroughly searched the surrounding That's area. That's true. Justin's going to roll a perception check just for the surrounding village, surrounding area. Sure. Just to see if there's anything that catches his eye. Yep. Uh, that is a... Um, 13? Um, so you'd realize that kind of around the back of the longhouse, if you kind of poke your head around the corner, there looks to be a, a canvas satchel. That looks like it was just forgotten and just left there. Somehow he and grabs that. Miss, and you open that up. There is a 10-pound sack of coffee beans, um, which is nice. Maybe. We all get coffee for the next two weeks. Hey, that <laughs> is a precious commodity right now. You're working on scraps. Yeah. Um, I, could we brew that to counter fatigue if anybody, like... <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> um... Yeah, and the fatigue is probably worn off, so Gil feels like he feels like himself. No, I'm saying like he's still feeling pretty down did. after the fight, but <laughs> <laughs> he's more than willing to help yeah. out with any ceremonial prayers or anything. Great, like that. but he's emotionally fatigued. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you find sack of coffee. Uh, you find a masterwork cookery in there. Um, this is pretty cool. The light, small melee weapon, and uh, you find a healer's kit. Um, and you maybe wouldn't even know exactly what it is, but then Espen or Egret might be like, oh yeah, that's yeah. a healer's kit. Um, He's actually seen pictures of this inside of the Holy Text of Arata, so he actually knows what yeah. it is. And then you also see some other canister in there that looks like it's just filled with some like very weird looking gray powder. Uh, uh, rolls a knowledge local. Uh, you can roll a praise or a spellcraft. Oh, he's got a praise. Let me see what I have on praise. Uh, 15. That is enough. You realize that this is basically tarnished silver dust. Ooh, and nice. with some simple modifications could be used and purified back into pure silver. Um, and it's worth about 400 gold pieces. Nice! nice. That's not bad. Awesome. Not bad at all. Just enough, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so, so what do you guys want to do? You still have your entire party, um, your entire survival group. Um, that is, I think, back at the treehouse, I yes. believe. Yes, so we left, left. So that's still not too far away, and the sun is, like, pretty much setting at this point. So, yeah. you know, if you guys want to move, you could move to this area and kind of camp out in the, I mean, it's a little bit of a gruesome scene over there. Um, there's still I, all these skins on the wall. There's still a mask. I don't think this is appropriate to tell everybody. Or this, I don't think it's appropriate to show to everybody. Yeah. Camp. Yeah. No. Yeah. And bring think, terror to the And I think once group. we get all the valuable stuff It'd out of the It'd be a bit pit, of a downer. Just burn everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we did search all the bodies, though, and I feel like Darren, Darren and Egret would probably rifle through them a little bit and pick up stuff. I think we. That was we, everything that we uncovered. Uh, you did tell us everything. Right? Yeah. Uh, so sorry. You we'll, detected magic inside of there. What you yes, see? you yeah. did detect magic in, underneath the bodies. Nothing you can see directly. You'd have to actually move the bodies around to get to it. Okay. Um, well, Justin can start digging some graves. Yeah. And then we can move the bodies from there to there. Um, yeah, egret, so, egrets looking as the sun's setting and say we should probably be getting back soon but if we can move very few of them that would be mm -hmm. that would be yeah. 
appropriate. Justin starts hammering the dirt to make holes in the ground. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> yeah. I Justin says, I think we should at least bury these skins that are hanging. At well, least. I'll tell you this much. It'll take you, you looking at it, you'd estimate it'd take you about four hours to actually like move yeah. and bury these bodies mm. um, as the sun is setting. So you'd be doing that into the night. You could also just come back in the morning. Yeah, I think um, it's probably good can to Can Eager roll a perception to see like the intensity of magic, if it's something even worth. Uh, you would notice it. You know there is mag magic in there, but it's not like a, a crazy strong aura. Um, but you do detect that there is something in there. Eager right. basically says, "All right, everybody, let's start heading back." And basically starts, honestly, just starts taking the lead and walking back toward the uh, toward the camp. Sure. Everybody follows. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Let's let's head on back. Um. So you guys head back. Um, you make it to uh, camp. You're back there. Um, obviously, the whole you know Elise is still always watching, you know, waiting for you guys to come back. Um, you know, she's the first one to see you guys. And as you guys kind of shuffle your way back in, um, you know, there's kind of applause again. You know, like you guys are you're still alive. Good. <laughs> um, you know, like they're always happy to see you. You're really one of the only sources of comfort they have in terms of feeling safe mm -hmm. in the wild right now. Um, you know, you come back and everyone has something to say to you, but is there anything that you guys do upon returning? Um, Justin kind of runs up to Elise and he's like, Honey, I've made my decision. I'm back. I'm staying with you and I'm, I'm not leaving again. And he um, just seems kind of like... Not like overjoyed, but like, I guess I, I role played that wrong. But yeah, yeah he was, <laughs> was a little too excited. But clicking his heels and skipping back. Yeah, right. No. I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm retired. Yeah. <laughs> no, he I, that was definitely role played wrong. But he's um, uh, he's he's like he, he kind of walks up to Elise and he's like, honey, I I felt I felt the power of Rastal. I tried to channel the power, and like I felt it for a second. It didn't. It didn't do it like how Egret or Rhina does it, but it, I, I felt it, and something just clicked inside of me. And I, I feel like it's it's time for me to to stay home with you and be with you. I haven't spent any time with you lately. It's, we've we've always been separate. She interrupts. She's like, well. I'll, I'll, I'll. You really felt it, like not just like like a prompting or anything, but like you you felt actual divine power. And he he kind of like like takes the the holy symbol off from around his neck, and he like holds it in his hand and holds her hand and like tries to like do the channel again. Yeah. And like just to see like yeah. if she can like feel it coming out of it and like. Roll a d one hundred. Uh, ninety five. Uh. So you kind of just like, you put her hand and, you know, you look at her, you know, and your hands both around the symbol of Arastal, and you just, that same feeling kind of goes through you, but just keeps growing and growing. And you just <laughs> feel like this, this light and this just tangible sense of peace just starts emanating in all directions. Um, and you actually feel wounds close, and you feel like, you know, the room feels brighter. There's a peace in the air. And 
you've channeled positive energy. And Egret's like, yeah. And you, Egret's, you can hear Egret's voice like, everybody out of my way. She's like, Justin, I knew it was you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my turn. You back off. He says, he says, he, says he, he looks in Elise's eyes. He's like, I'm home. Yeah. Um, Who was down? Was it, were you down some points? Mm-hmm. You would have gotten healed by that. Yeah, everybody. I, I, yeah, I imagine everyone would be close enough to get a little dose. I'd yeah. probably only like two points of healing, but still. Let's roll that. Sure. Five points of healing to everybody. Two points of healing to everybody. <laughs> 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 Come on. Give me something. It's fun to be a GM. <laughs> it's a flavor thing, Johnny. Uh, it's true. All right. <laughs> Show me mechanically why that's allowed. How close are we to third level? <laughs> so... Uh, well, yeah, don't, but you, don't you get that for following Rastel? Uh, no, when, when you take a level of cleric, cleric that's uh, okay. what I'm taking my next level. Oh, in, yeah. So. so, but there's just this. There, that was a. Oh, this is a beautiful moment. I see. Like, <laughs> so, it's like. So, and you know, it's, and like that's the thing. Like, you realize, like, you know, like you tried to do it on your own, but it wasn't quite right. You know, but mm-hmm. you're you're back. You're with Elise. You know that she has a child on the way. That you have your firstborn that's coming. And, you know, Arastal's whole idea of protecting people through the wild, through the hunt, it's protecting people in the wilderness. And that is exactly what you're doing right now. And in this moment, everything feels right. And as this glow emits from you, that to you is like confirmation, you know, of like Arastal approving of what you were doing. Um, and Elise just gets teary-eyed immediately and is just overcome by what's happening with all of this and just has no idea what to do about it. Um, you know, she had no idea, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, you had both obviously been diving deeper into your faith since you've been out in the wilderness, but mm-hmm. like, but this is something totally different. Yeah. Um, and she's just astounded by that. And she's just teary eyed and looking at you. She's just like, I can't, I can't ask you to stay. I, I'd give anything to keep you around. I don't, I don't want to lose you. I can't lose you. But he, just, he, he cuts her off and he's like, release talked with Egret. I believe my duty now is to stay with the rest of the survivors here. We saw a horrible, horrible sight. We, we saw Gristle down completely in shambles because hmm. they had no one protecting them. Hmm. And I, leaving you guys here every single day, without a protector, with only Auburn, with only Vane, they aren't trained to fight. You just saw, too, what happens to a town that doesn't have anyone to protect it. Right, and Ju- Justin's like, I, I, can't, I can't in good conscience leave you anymore alone here in the woods while I'm off running around with the rest of them. I've already, I've already given over command of the scouting party to Egret, I'm, I'm going to stay here. I, I believe this is my place. And, you know, you just kind of see her. She just kind of nods and kind of keeps nodding as her face kind of... And just kind of falls into your arms and just holds you. <laughs> <laughs> All right! You're waiting for it! You're waiting for that kill! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. 
We need a little more saxophone in this game. Oh, man. That's what we need. He's so good. <laughs> my oh, man. Played sax in high school, and he learned that yep. literally for like four years. That's all. That's all he played. <laughs> why learn anything? He ran around the house in circles and played a song. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I don't know why you would ever learn any other song. That's <laughs> the end of That's like the peak of your career as a saxophonist. That's so good. Um, so that's good. Mm. So arrangements have to be made, uh, you know, mm. like there have to be an understanding. Like you, you're basically going to have to also explain yourself to Auburn and to Vane and to Kining. Um, you know, and I imagine that would all happen. What's everybody else doing when you guys get back, though? Anyone else doing anything? Um, Darren's using the shred skin as a hand puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Look what we found. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Does this look familiar to you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really oh. curious about whose face is it. <laughs> Let, wait, maybe if I put it on. Oh, it's still alive! <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you wear this for a second? I'm trying to get the... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just no. imagine you like sculpting some wood to try and yeah. fit the face. <laughs> Who is this? Damn. That was great. Oh man. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, so if that's it, you guys are kind of bedding down for the night, and a couple people are kind of like you know people, you know they they some people feel kind of afraid to approach you guys, but sometimes people will come up, you know maybe. Um, you know, Pharaoh comes up on her and she's like, he's like, I don't mean to be a bother, but the, uh, um, and maybe he comes over to, uh, uh, to Egret and she's like, oh, I don't mean to be a bother, but the, uh, the accommodations here are not rather comfortable. Um, and I don't, <laughs> obviously, of course, I prefer my comfortable bed and warm blankets, but, uh, there's, there's leaking and there's insects. I've got a number of bites and he kind of pulls up the edge of his robe and it's just like, there's like, um, it, it just looks like these like horrible bug bites oh all over his legs. And it's like, you know, you're basically, this place is infested with spiders and you guys found it. <laughs> yeah. so you have no idea what else is in here. Um, right. And he's like, it's appearing to have some sort of infection and Rhino's doing what she can, but it, if, if there were any other form of lodging, it seems like this one is uh, a, a tad insufficient. Um, my two cents. Thank you for what you're doing, by the way. And just kind of, you know, shumbles off. Yeah. Um, she nods and, mm-hmm. and uh, starts realizing we can't spend an additional day here. Like, yeah. we've got to set out tomorrow. Yeah. And she's thinking, about, she's thinking mm-hmm. about this. Eventually, you know, makes her way to um, Justin, even though Justin's still, obviously... He decided that he's going to be staying behind. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she still views him as a very important um, leader in um, the group and of the Fandar um, mm-hmm. society. And she she knows that you know. I mean, if he know, like it, uh, the more communication happens with everybody else, the better off we are. So she basically just makes her way around before everybody mm-hmm. starts heading back to you know get some sleep and get some rest. Um, she makes her way over to Gil, she makes her way over to Estefan and Darren and Justin and everybody else and just says, you know, we're going to leave tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to start packing everything up and we're going to, we're going to set off. Um, she says, I've, I've got a, a feeling that, uh, these, these caves are, uh, something to be explored. Mm. Um, but we've got no other place to, uh, to bunker down. So we're going to have to kind of, we're going to have to kind of wing it, yeah. uh, this, uh, the next 24 hours. Yeah. Unless we find something. Make do. Um, yep. 
And while he goes chatting to uh, Darren notices, he kind of sees Marla sitting just a little ways outside of camp, sort of near um, the bridge, maybe just on the other side of the bridge, and just chilling near the edge of the forest and hanging out. Um, and just kind of looking off into the woods. Yeah. So Dan's going to come up to her and kind of just sit down next to her. Straighten his, uh, straighten his shirt. And Was, so she's sitting on the bridge? She's just sitting on like a tree stump. Okay. Um, yeah. So he'll uh, just go and like kind of sit down next to her and um, just be like, how, how have things been back at camp? And she's just kind of staring sort of near sort of the pool where, um, <laughs> the quicksand pool where she almost got destroyed. Um, and she's just kind of like looking off at that. Like, even as you sit down, she doesn't quite break her stare. And it's kind of like glazed over her eyes. She's like, I made a friend today. Was a lizard. <laughs> 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 and it's like, you know where he is now? And just points at the quicksand. And she's just looking at that. She's like, you know, I, we spent our whole lives looking for adventure, and this is not what I thought it would be. And she, she just looks tired and weary and sad. Um, and that's what she's doing. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny is perfectly quiet. Or you so with Marla. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah D- Darren will just kind of be like, you know, this is a big forest. There's many more than lizards in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> bigger lizards to find. Um, <laughs> so, like, is bigger, like, like, bigger fish. More fish in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll just... We'll find you a new lizard. So, I guess he's just going to say, like, you know, the adventure hasn't been what I, I've hoped it had been either. It's like, it's been very dark. And as much as I like to think somebody's watching over us, leading us in, into protection and, you know, the right steps, it seems like we're being haunted. In each, you know, new place we settled down, there's been something wrong. And he's like, "Fancy pants just had spiders in his, in his <laughs> shorts." <laughs> How are things back camp? Well, fancy pants, a spider in his shorts. All right. Uh, so he's just like, he's like, you know, this this isn't what it's. What I've hoped it to be, you know, and, um, but it's just kind of like, but I'm, I'm glad you're here, and mm-hmm. just kind of puts his arm around her, and it's been like, it makes it feel like, you know, we're, we're still on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're, you're actually getting to be a knight. I spent my whole day talking to a lizard and picking berries. You know, I, I, the only thing that makes me happy anymore is imagining that you're having fun being a knight. It's what she always wanted, isn't that? I mean, kind of like what you're doing now. Marla, you should come with us. No, I don't. I don't think I'd be any help. 
I have. Barely know how to hold the dagger, let alone, you know, kill a big pig <laughs> with rings around his tusks. I couldn't even chase down little piglets at home. I, I don't think I'd be any help. Um, couldn't even save a lizard from a quicksand. Uh, and you've always made a great team, though. Yeah. But this ain't pretend. And, you know, I'm scared. You're my knight in shining armor. And she kind of just like punches you. It's not like an affectionate <laughs> punch. Like it's like a hard punch. You know, like I know you can take it, so <laughs> and, like she kind of knocks you a little bit. She's like, don't get soft on me now. And just kind of just just kind of you can see her mood has changed a little bit. She's a little bit more happy, a little bit more like herself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess he'll kinda of like kinda of like playfully after she punches him, like, kind of gives her a shove back, and it's just like... And she falls in the quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Marlon! <laughs> Quick, grab the lizard! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, like, gives her a nudge, and it's just like, uh, you know, things are going to be all right, Marlon. And, like, uh, I don't know, like, I guess he's just, like, he wants to tell everything's gonna be okay, but like everything's not been okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. like he's being hopeful, but also like, not like not sure he can tell her in good faith that like it's all gonna be all right, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just seeing what it's doing to her. Yeah. Um, and you know, she even looking at you as you say that to you, kind of like she gets the thing of like you're saying it's all gonna be all right, and she knows you well enough at this point that. She knows that you don't necessarily believe what you're saying, but she still just kind of smiles and nods, and she kind of just realizes that that's probably the best she's going to get right now, is false hope, but that's, that's all we got. Um, and just kind of says, all right, well, I'm, I'm turning it. Not Darren. He kind of just shuffles her way back. Skips gleefully back <laughs> across the bridge. <laughs> and I feel like that's probably where Lenny was, so I feel like she probably just like, you yeah, know, gives Lenny all pat. Nice head. little. Can yeah. you get roll a heel check on Mr. Fancy Pants? Ruffles the yeah. pants. <laughs> sure. Um, that would be a nineteen. Nice. So just fancy pants. Let me check that out for you. My name is Sparrow. Kind of like checks this thing out, and you would be able to determine that this is. It is actually like spider poison. Like, you know, like if you were to get bit by a giant spider, they have venom um, that would infect you basically. And it looks as though these small spiders have, you know, it's a little bit less potent, but. Um, it still hurts. But it looks like it's not just bites. Like, this is probably like infected wounds that he's getting. And he's not the only one. A couple other people would just be like, yeah, I got those too. You getting, Are you sleeping on the left side? He's like, well, you know, I think I'll just stay outside tonight, you know, and a couple more people are outside compared to inside. Um, but, yeah, it's it's not comfy, yeah. to say the least. Um, well, she's just going to use her last channel mm. and uh, try and make things more comfortable. I don't think I have a spell to remove poison. Yeah. At least not right now. Yeah. Um, but even that... You know, just kind of 
and you can kind of see the, the bites kind of like they lessen a little bit, the inflammation goes down. They're like, oh, it's not, it's not all the way here, but it'll get me through the night. Seven points of healing. Ooh, so you're like a young buck again. Uh, he's like, yep, it'll get us through the night. Thank you, Icarus. Um, yeah, and people just kind of all start bedding down for the night. Um, so, uh, is anybody on watch, or is are people in the group just kind of volunteering for that? Um, do we ever decide? I think I think the people have volunteered, just kind of stay and watch mm -hmm. and sound the alarm. Um, so you guys are all kind of like, you know, bedding down for the night, getting situated, um, kind of going through the last of your things for the day, um, consuming your provision points, <laughs> and. Uh, Which there's not too many left either. Oh, you're doing okay. You got 29 right now. After tonight? 29 after everyone has consumed it. Oh, that's good. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, one more day. So you, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's actually not too bad. And actually, like the fact that you have as many people as you do and have been able to actually keep everyone fed is pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, so as you guys are all kind of bedding down, you kind of um, hear sort of somebody at the edge of the you know, kind of on the outside of where the, um, you know, there's there's obviously like a little island in the middle that you guys are on with the treehouse, the bridge across, and then the water kind of runs around most of this island. So there's people posted across the bridge, and those people standing watch, you kind of hear like, hey, we got something! And, you know, you see people kind of like bracing themselves. Um, and then, you know, they, they're just kind of shouting back. They're like, there's something out there! And then, uh, you know, you just kind of see there's rustling going on back there. Um, and they're hearing sounds. You don't quite get a good picture of what it is. What do you guys do? Um, pretend I'm asleep. Eagle will run over and Not see. Like, I, I guess I'll roll a perception to see if I can see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. All so right. you can run on over. Uh, 24. Not bad. Nice. Um, so maybe you run up and start crossing the bridge, and you just see something darting between trees. Um, and it doesn't seem like it's necessarily trying to be stealthy. It seems like it's just like almost rushing the camp. Um, you know, like it's just heading straight for you guys. Um, all right, well, Ygritte will ready her weapon just in case. Mm -hmm. And will be uh, like putting on his armor and yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just pulling on a boot, you know, um, <laughs> hopping on one leg across a bridge, quicksand. Um, she'll uh, like stand, at, John's she'll stand at the edge <laughs> of the bridge. <laughs> the butt flap? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the butt flap. Uh, Eager will stand at the edge of the bridge and just yell across, and she'll say, I can see you darting around back there. Who goes there? Um, and, uh, you know, as you're saying that, uh, there's, a, there's a long pause and, like, a silence, and you just kind of see, like, Whatever is coming just stopped in its tracks as soon as you spoke. Then um, Egret uh, yells, she's like, uh, if you're a friend, you're welcome. If you're an enemy, you're, you're not. not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, uh, oh, wait. Yep. And uh, what's the response? You hear a voice inside of your head that uh, it's like, well, um, what's your name? Uh, Egret is slightly confused, and she says, why should I give you any information? He's like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Back up. Are you, um, like, like, a good guy, or are, like, you, like, a bad guy? 
If, Why haven't uh, you started every combat with that question? <laughs> skeleton, hold on. She hold starts on. to lower her weapon. <laughs> she starts to lower her weapon. She's like, if you're with the hobgoblins, then you're a bad guy. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's hobgoblins? He's like, what? This is all still inside your head. Yeah. You're the only one that hears this. Yeah. Yeah. She probably looks like an idiot just standing there talking to herself. Margaret, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> um... And uh, and the half orc brothers too. She's are like the she, guys she, that were standing watch. And they're just looking at you confused. She kind of drops her. She just she drops her weapon. She yells out. She's like, just show yourself. He's like, well, first of all, I need to know. Like, are you like humans? Are you like, are you good guys? We come in peace. He's like, all right, all right. And he uh, he steps out from behind the tree, um, and he he walks towards you, and. Uh, Roll a perception check, because it's dark. Dark vision. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be a... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, even so, I mean, that's 21. So, there you go. You see a very, uh, like, wide-brimmed purple floppy hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, with one of, the br- one of the brims on the side, like, leaned up against the, the head, and there's a feather coming right out. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, you see what looks like a ranger. Um, and he's like, he, he walks up to you and he's like, uh, and he's played by Michael Pena from, uh, from Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. nice. And, uh, nice. He, he, he walks, he walks up to you and he's like, he's like, I'm, he's like, what's up? I'm Andreas. What's your name? She shakes his hand and says, I'm eager. He's like, um, what can we do for you? He's like, well, uh, uh, I'm a Chernasardo. And uh, I, I've, uh, I, I kind of got separated from my friends, and uh, I saw some lights, and I uh, started running this way. And because uh, uh, usually that means food and uh, some, a little bit of shelter. Um, and then he, he kind of looks up and notices the treehouse. He's like, that's where this was. He's like, I've always heard about this place, but I had never been here before. I always wanted to come here. And he's like, and he, he, he runs <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, I got uh, I got separated. He's like way over the top yeah. loud. Like, yeah. you know that every animal and yeah. creature yeah, yeah, yeah. in the woods hears him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, they call me the noisy Chernasardo. And like, I've, uh, yeah, like, I, I really, I really don't, um, you don't do quiet well. I don't do quiet well. No, no. And he's, uh, he's like, so he, he, um, he, he's like, well, who are you guys? What are you, what are you doing here? Are you Chernasardo too? Like, I've never seen you before. Igor explains the situation that, you know, I mean, they're in refuge. They're, they're trying to survive in the wilderness. They're, you know, the whole shebang. You know, she's just going through and explaining him. As she's, like, guiding him back to the treehouse, yeah. you know. She's like, just follow me. We'll get you, we'll, 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 we'll get you some, uh, we'll get you some food. We'll get you some rest. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you all about it. And uh, as she obviously, and but she is going to sense motive um, as she's doing that. Like she's got, a, she wants to see kind of where he's All right. So, um, fifteen. Um, you you know that he is uh, just a lost Chernasardo ranger. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's very, very Which, much lost. Uh, <laughs> it has no idea where he's going. He's yeah. a babe in the uh, <laughs> Do they like stand to protect? It's like what is so the Chernasado Rangers is probably the, the only thing that attempts to keep order. In okay, the okay. 
Like, Fangwood is a wild and dangerous place, but the Channel Tower Rangers are basically, like, it, while there still are some comings and goings, like, right. it would be a, a purely dangerous place if not There's for a moment. the Tyrannosaurus. Okay. Yes. There's actually a quick thought that runs through her head, and she uh, she immediately, um, it just kind of spikes in her head, and she realized, oh my goodness, I should ask him about this, and she kind of pulls him aside and just kind of grabs him. She's like, do you know Martin, uh, do, you, do you have uh, any idea of um, who Martin is? Martin? Uh, Martin Atlas. I've uh, Martin Atlas. Uh, I've heard the name, but uh, <laughs> just, just know what you said. You know what? <laughs> this is um, so <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Um, I I believe we we used to buy some knives from a guy's named Atlas. Um, I'm not totally positive. And she pulls um, out this arrow. That's really really well crafted yeah. and she's like does it look like this and he's like oh yeah I do that's one of my arrows he's like subtract it from you Lucy <laughs> uh, he takes it out of your hand and puts it away yeah. he's like where'd you find this and he puts it in as his... you're walking away she just <laughs> grabs it right back and puts it back and he totally back. doesn't notice yeah. he just keeps walking and, yeah. and, um, while he's looking around he's, well, he's like so like, who are you guys like what, what are, obviously well, so, you're not Ternasardo you aren't wearing a uniform or anything you don't look like rangers who are you guys so Darren was flopping to get all this stuff on and just like hopped on Lenny and just was like, go! And like, is charging at him. Because <laughs> like, last thing he heard was the guards being yeah, picked out. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And so, um, so, so he like got like, he was like, <laughs> he's like, half his armor on. And like, just goes over and like, long launches himself to tackle <laughs> And, uh, uh, j- um, Andreas, like, he, he, like, sees you coming at him. He's like, whoa, 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 hold up. Who are you? And that thing looks scary. <laughs> and he's like, what, what's happened? Like, what, what are you? Who are you? You're the intruder. Um, and he, he's like, well, I am, uh, I'm a Ternosardo ranger, and this Even, is you know, my this home. Guy? Like, who, like, what are you doing in my home? Like, I live in the Fangwood. I was born here, man. Or was raised here. <laughs> I, I'm playing this more like a black guy. You're like, uh, kind of donkey. Yeah. I know. It's kind of like it. Just, just keep great. going. Everything keep going. So what you're doing right now is incredible. Daryl looks at Egret and be like, "You know this guy?" Um. She uh, turns over to Darren and says, uh, "I think he's somehow connected to Martin, and uh, he's he's a friend." Um, and he's, he's like, a, he's was tra- this Martin guy like a, was he a Ternasardo, do you know? Um, she's, yeah, she says, as far as I know, he spent a lot of time with them. Um, he is a ranger. Um, whether or not he was Ternasardo or not, um, officially, I don't know. But, uh, he did a lot of work for them. Um, he's like, well, we all kind of, some of us work alone, some of us work in packs, but, you know, like, we all kind of, we're kind of brothers here in the Nirmathas, you know, like in the Fangwood, like Fangwood bros. And he's, he's like, Fangwood bros. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, I, um, okay, man. just, just let me know. Okay, like, it's, it's okay. like, like I can tell you anything about the Chernisardo, but like, really, I, I'm just looking for a place to sleep and uh, a, a way back to the Chernisardos. Cause like all my friends are there, man. So while you're chatting at this point, like, you know, sort of out of one of the tents kind of set up underneath the treehouse. You know, Auburn kind of pushes aside the side of the tent flap. It's like, what is all the racket out here? And looks over and makes eyes with uh, 
with Andreas and just like, you get out of here and like walk over. Like, and so I was like, how He's like, no, 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 no. He's looking at all of you. And Where just you turns been? you around and just starts pushing <laughs> like, you back. I haven't seen you in like 15 years. You cannot, we don't have any room for your He's nonsense like, here. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. He's like, who are all you guys? They, I can't get a straight answer out of these guys. What are you doing here? It's a long, long story, Andreas. And we don't have the time to go into it right now, okay? But, but well, like, I'm Darren McAllister, and this is Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nice to meet you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Darren, thank you. Let me tell you a little bit. Not, oh, I'm okay. the leader of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he gets walking forward and just pushing Darren aside. She's like, all right, everybody. Let's, uh, let's, let's go over this in the morning. And he, yeah. She looks over at, uh, she looks over at, at Auburn and uh, says, let's just let, let him stay the night. We're all tired. We've got a lot of work tomorrow. We've we got a long journey ahead of us. Let's just get some get some rest. Now she looks at you. She's like, "You don't know what you're messing with here. This man cannot be allowed to stay in this camp. Come with me." And she just keeps like shuffling you out. She's like, "You know your way around these woods. Get and out of here." He, he immediately he's like, "Come on, Abby," and he touches her and he casts Charm Person on it. <laughs> and you have to roll a um, DC 14 will save. Let me look up her stats. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got it. Uh, it is. Okay. She's not charmed. <laughs> She's definitely not charmed. He's like, oh, come on. Your oh, tricks me. will not work around here. He's like, <laughs> this is the first time you've tried. Get out of here. And just keeps like ushering up. And he's like, darn it. And so he, he he's like, well, like. What if I said I maybe had a little bit of food on me and I could maybe, uh, I don't know, like, help you guys out? So she's kind of like, as she's like pushing you out for a second, just kind of hustling. And she's still like, at no point does she like even slow down. Like she's like got you by like the scruff of your neck and is just like walking you out of the camp. And then at a certain point, like you're talking and you try to charm thing, it's not working. Nope, come on. And she just keeps dragging you out. And then at a certain point, like, well, I can help you out, blah, blah, blah. So then she just kind of like, Throws you in front of you. Can you get uh, sense motive on Auburn to see why she's so like? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, sixteen. Uh, she's just very. She has no patience for him. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you sense there's some kind of history there. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. So she kind of like just like throws you in front of her. Kind of maybe you're across the bridge at this point, and you look back around to her, and her face is you know she was kind of like. You know, just kind of being a little blah, 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 blah. But you look back at her and, like, there is a stone-cold face that's on her as she looks back at you. And she's like, I, it took me not even a moment to realize that you're exactly the same as you were before. All right? This is not a place of fun and games, all right? And I know that's where you live, up in your head. But this is not fun and games, all right? These are survivors. We have been attacked. And we are trying to survive in the wilderness, all right? It is no place for your nonsense. And immediately, Andreas is like, whoa. Like, <laughs> whoa. You, you guys, like, like, Fandar was, was attacked? I didn't even hear about this. He's like, like, Andreas, Fandar is gone. There's so nothing left. They said something about hobgoblins. Was this, is this, is this what happened? Did hobgoblins get to it? The only thing is not hobgoblins left in Fandar are slaves. We're about all that made it out. And the big bugbear, I hate. 
and the big yeah, <laughs> sure. The bugbear too. It's like Oh. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'll, I'll be. I, I'm sorry to hear that. He's like, I've been doing a lot of training, and with the with the Rangers, they've been teaching me everything about the sword, and like, I I've even been able to like learn how to cast spells through my music, and like they. Like, Eager's I like, told, you're a bard. And he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. He's like, he's like, I can, I, there's, there's so much stuff that I'm able to do now. And he's like, I, I, I got lost in the woods today, and I, I was able to find you. Like, he's like, maybe I, maybe I was supposed to find you. Like, like, Caden, comes with the best luck. You know that, right, Alfie? Yeah, he does. He said, maybe it's just luck that I found you. Maybe I'm supposed to help you guys out. Maybe I can help you find the, the Chernasardos, if that's what you're looking for. Or I can help you find a way out. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, you know, she kind of... <laughs> uh, you definitely in that battle cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to bring this character in for months. <laughs> he has a plan. Yeah, but... Yeah, so Auburn's kind of looking back and forth. She's like, you know, hey, since Caden not saved me so many moons ago, and perhaps it was Caden that brought you here, but I feel more like it's Caden's wrath upon me that you showed up here. He's like, Auburn, you taught me about Caden when I was like three. He's like, I, that's all I've ever known. Like luck and like, like freedom and fun. Like that's what we're supposed to do. He's like, if all y'all are so depressed like this all the time, maybe that's why Fandar got attacked. <laughs> hold on, hold on there, boy. Like, you, Keep your voice down. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm surprised you remember anything from the old times. Um, he's like, that's all I live by these days, man. I, all those other rusty old Chanisardos, they, they just, they just, all they do all day long is just go and hunt and then maybe mess up some random people's stuff. Like, that's all they do. It's like, I'm the only one who has fun around all that. Yeah. So, Auburn has a long pause, and she just kind of like, is looking you over and everything, and is just trying to get an estimation of who you are now, compared to who you were, and kind of like looks back at the party and kind of looks at everyone else, and people, I mean, with the bug bites and with the constant threat of danger, everyone's looking frazzled and fried and scared. And um, she's kind of eyeing everyone and kind of looks back at you and just kind of like, you can stay with us for one night on one condition. What's that? You need to play us a song. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> So then she kind of just like, just kind of like flips her cloak around, you know, she turns 180 and just kind of on her, on her peg leg, you know, like walks her way back across and the he bridge. Like, and you hear the stump, you know, like tapping on every wooden plank as she's crossing back across the bridge. Um, you know, and she sort of like makes her way back over there and, um, you know, and, and just kind of like sits down sort of on, you know, maybe a crate or, you know, a tree stump or something and just kind of like gestures sort of at the center of the camp and you know as you walk into it too it's like you just crashed a funeral you know like everyone here is like they are not in high spirits they are weary tired 
aching people, you know, and you walk in and everyone has no idea who you are, but all they know is that Auburn does not like you. <laughs> right. And they or it seemed to have a very strange reaction when you walk in, so everyone is just dead silent as you kind of make your way and to the center of camp. Yeah, he walks to the, the center of the camp, and he, he stands in the middle, and, like, he holds out his hand, and then all of a sudden, a loot just, like, flashes into his hand. He casts some and there's a very there's a very low kind of, and he's like, I'll be this one's for you, and she just rolls her eyes. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm gonna no, show you what what a song that I heard you sing it one time, and it helped me. And hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, you got hold on. I got oh, a song. All right. And he starts. So he starts singing this and playing this on the on the word. Yeah. But it's like And then like little dancing lights start floating around and everything. And uh So like as you're playing this, Auburn actually just kinda like, you know, she has a sour face this whole time. But as you start playing, it's like her eyes close for a second. Her eyes, you know, her head kind of starts swaying around. And then, you know, she just kind of starts swaying back and forth. She kind of lost in it a little bit. And then, like, in like a flash, she just like stomped off the ground. And yes. she's up. And like, you think back to your first night in Fandar. And like, where she was like dancing on the bar and cruising around. And she just starts like twirling and flipping and hopping around, spins around on the leg, and she's just like, for a moment, like, you know, you could tell she's just committing to it. She's lost in her yes. own world. And for a moment, she's just like expressing joy again. And like, you look around, like everyone else, like, you know, everyone pulls out their lighters, starts waving. <laughs> yes. But like, people kind of start like cheering, kind of hooping and hollering again. And like there's this moment where like, you know, for a moment it almost feels like you're back in Fandar. Where like there's there's yes. excitement, there's there's community, there's people dancing, there's songs, and then everyone in the town that's familiar with it all starts singing along with you, you know, and like This is and they're all just yeah. Slow-mo video. Slow-mo! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slow-mo montage of party scenes. Buddy's you know, so, chasing bugs. Uh, There's like lightning bugs all around. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fireflies everywhere. Um, <laughs> it suddenly turned very bright. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a troll so, scene. Right? Yep. So then eventually, the song ends. Yeah. We'll uh, cut that a little bit short. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's kind of like jams in the last well note for a well second. Done. Um, and then <laughs> there is like kind of like an applause from the crowd. People are like, "Hey!" Yeah. One, one Boom! <laughs> Throw them in the quicksand. Uh, <laughs> we don't need your negativity around here. This um, is I hate the top ten. Please, <laughs> <laughs> um, no one likes jazz. We're never going to like it. Um, so the <laughs> Why not the other Wrecking Ball song? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for a moment, you know, Auburn kind of like, as the song stops, she kind of like leans over and catches her breath. Like she's a little out of breath. She hasn't really moved like that in a while. And she kind of like, you know, picks her head up for a second. And like, you just see something that you haven't seen since Fandar. But she has a smile on her face. And, you know, as, as she smiles to the people around, like, people just kind of start looking at each other and kind of like, there's just like this slow but infectious little just like, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like there's like laughter for a second. And like it just works its way through the crowd and people are just cheering and they're kind of knocking yeah. each other and I'm like, yeah. And like for the first time since you guys left, there's like this moment of peace and happiness. And it, like it seems like the mood of the entire camp has been lifted for a second. And Auburn kind of just like, she's smiling and walking around and she's looking at the people you know, and she uh, just kind of, you know, with her cane and peg leg, just kind of like shuffles over to you. And she's like, I, well, I think I may have forgotten your true value. Um, since we've been out here, we've really just been focused on survival and fighting off death. But I think we've forgotten to just remember that we're people and that uh, found our lives on in all of us. I think with uh, your help, we can remember that for a little bit longer. So, Andreas, we'd like to welcome you to see. So, Avi, I'm sorry to hear that you've been through so much, but I'm I'm sure glad to see you. It's good to see you dance again. I haven't seen you dance in must have been a decade. Mm-hmm. I'm voting that this character never dies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, Alright, Johnny, your other 98 <laughs> characters will have to wait a few years. Yeah, right? <laughs> and um, so he's like, he's like, I'll be, I'm gonna stay for you. Whatever I can do to help you, you just let me know. And she just kind of like, you can tell her entire mood has changed. She's like, Good lad. You know, and she kind of like pats you on the shoulder, you know, and she's like, uh, get out of here, you crazy gook. And just kind of like, you know, like makes her way back to camp. She's like, all right, it's enough excitement for tonight, everybody. This is Andres. I promise I won't let him cause too much trouble. And he, he like bows to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby hats. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. She's like, all right, you deal with him. I'm going to bed. And she just kind of shuffles her way back and goes to bed. Not to steal the light, but as a like foreshadowing moment, I feel like Darren would grab that banner that I think Auburn made, right? Yeah, yeah. Like banner, yeah. He'd grab that and just be like, Fandor lives! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, cause when, when Auburn said that, it had a nice ring to it, you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. lives in all of us, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, yeah he just kind of says, Fandor lives, and like, yeah. has his banner. Yeah. For a moment. I like it. Yep. And everyone else is kind of like, <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Andres is like, he, he he walks up to Eager. He's like, "Yo, where 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 can I sleep? I'm I actually like that last run I just did. I zonked. She says, "Well, there are uh, a few uh, there are a few people that have been having some uh, trouble sleeping in the." Um, in the treehouse? I'll just leave it there. <laughs> and considering this is your home, see if you can do something about it. Make it comf- more, make, make it everything more comfortable for uh, the rest of the citizens until morning. Um, There's see. still plenty of bedding up there. It's still fairly comfortable. But you don't mind spider bites. If you've got, it's uh, very comfortable. If you've got a way to help clear that out, that it's would like, be most appreciated. You know, he's like, honestly, like, 
I hate spiders. <laughs> I cannot stand them. He's like, they give me the creeps. You know what? I would rather sleep on this bridge. <laughs> She's like, well, don't sleep on this side because quicksand's over there. Uh, how about you come to the edge of the bridge and uh, we'll try and find something comfortable for you. Like, all right, all right. Thank you. He's like, I'm sorry I can't help with that. Just I, there's nothing I know how to do that I could help with. He's like, that's yeah, it's all right. She's like, too many pervs have lived in that treehouse anyway. <laughs> <laughs> too many pervs. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that's stuck. Got a long history of pervs. <laughs> that really did fit that character. The way that he was, uh, he yeah, did he look a little unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Really good call. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm but, yeah, she, uh, to sleep as she soon pats as him possible. on the back. She just kind of leans him over to a tree that's somewhat comfortable, you know. I mean, softer grass, you know. It's nothing, yeah. obviously, you know, luxurious or anything. But you know, she yep. says, just uh, if you can, you know, just kind of keep an eye out. We have we have a couple people uh, on guard as well for uh, the rest of the night. But if you see anything suspicious, let us know, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk duties in the morning. All right, sounds good with me. And um, and he he like immediately goes like beds down and like starts acting like he's going to sleep yeah um do you uh, like walk away um she's gonna walk away and roll stealth and just kind of see why he's just deciding to go to like why he's just pretending to go no to sleep. he's not pretending oh but, so like, you're going to sleep he's going to sleep as far as like, you know he's as far as, yeah. yeah then yeah. fine yeah I'm gonna and go then he he like casts the message again and he's like good night <laughs> and so you're the only one who hears it. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Uh, cool. Cool. Anything else? No, that's it. He's going to sleep. Night night, everybody. So, night passes. Um, you wake up and uh, he has three provision points on him. So he'll, I guess, if you want to track those, well, let's track it. Um, and they have been accounted for. All right. Um. I guess we didn't really commentary any of Justin or, because Justin was like our yeah, leader. Yeah, well, know? I mean, I imagine they had that moment in private, you know, like yeah. Maybe. And I think this morning, I think I'll say something with Justin. Yeah, it's um, probably when you'd want to say something. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, so like, it's not like we've held like passed mm-hmm. over the reins publicly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even. Yeah, you guys don't yeah, know yet. Really I think he's yeah. gonna tell you guys in the morning. Yeah. So night passes. Um, Guys wake up, dawn the next day, and uh, I think day, this is day, I think it's like day seven or eight, I think, okay. since you guys left Vandar. Jeez, um, it felt like so much longer. I know, I <laughs> think game it's, time. Yeah, it's like <laughs> five <laughs> months to get this far. I know, all right, five <laughs> months to go one week. Um, yeah, so you guys wake up the next morning. Uh, what do you guys do? Um, Justin kind of... Well, like, so does Justin approach... Who, does, who do you tell first? Um, well... Like, I, I feel like at, at some point we've kind of all started to gather every morning. Yeah. Just to kind of figure out what the plan is. Like, he would talk to Auburn, and yeah. then, like, everybody would kind of, like, just, it would kind of gather. Mm. Um, and then when we wake up, like, you, this is your first night with us, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so yeah. he'd kind of wake you up and, like, kind of gather you guys and be like, well, guys, um, I've talked with, I've talked with, Egret, I've talked with Elise, I've mentioned it to Auburn, but I'm, I'm not going to be joining with you guys on the scouting missions anymore. 
Um, I'm not going to scout ahead. I'm, I need. I feel like it's my duty to stay and guard these survivors as best as possible. I can't leave them undefended any longer. I'm going to try and train the half-orcs and any of these youngins to try and get them to be competent, even with a sword, with a bow, anything possible. So I believe it's my time to stay back and, and defend while you guys are the tip of our spear. Egret, they're up to you. So. She nods and says, I'll take good care of them. Yeah. And uh, you take good care of everybody here. I, I disagree with your leadership decision, but. <laughs> <laughs> but she can set trees on fire. Let, let the bird see about it. Andres is still asleep. Nobody's woken him up. Mm-hmm. Justin hasn't really considered waking him up yet. That's so true. it's kind of up to you guys if you want to bring Did you guys tell, did you tell Auburn already in the morning? Yeah. Did you well, tell her before joining yeah. the party? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Did anyone else say anything? Just when you're protecting the people, try not to from an unconscious position. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, will do, Derek. Teach him how to be unconscious. You're good at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. He's like, we'll do, Darren. <laughs> Just make sure you stay on top of that thing. Don't get off too often. <laughs> yep. Um. So, uh, yeah. So as you're talking about that, maybe Justin kind of gives a nod, turns to walk back to camp, and uh, and she. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. Well, you snick it, and then you just see like like a wrench or some metal tool just like sway across the top of your head and just like connects with your head. Wait, and Justin? Out. And it, yeah, with Justin, and just what? gets like slammed across the face with this metal tool he's thrown, and Kiting is just storming across the camp. Over, it's like you think you can just quit now. It's like we're out here in the middle of nowhere, and you bloody want to stay hell home and and just uh, oh make kissy Justin's faces like, with your up, wife. Hold on, hold on, I'm not leaving you guys. I'm leaving them. I'm leaving it to Egret. I'm staying here to protect you. Lot. It's down despicable. You're afraid of danger. No, what you do. I'm not. You're taking the easy way out, like you've always done. This is why you never ran the shop. <laughs> you know why I never rode, ran the shop? It's like because you were the best. But you don't fight. I fight. I'm staying here to fight. All right? You cut deep, son. <laughs> <laughs> you cut real deep. Said, I have seen things you have never seen. I know you're a dwarf and you've lived longer than me. But I have seen despicable things out there. And I can't let those things happen to these people here. Said, I know that they are capable of handling this. But I know that. You guys, all the survivors here aren't capable of handling this yet. And she whispers over to you, kind of like comes in a little bit closer. She's like, the horrors of this forest are luxury. You don't know pain. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going out there anymore, but now you're stuck here with me. I'm gonna make you work, boy. Get on over here! Like grabs you by the ear and starts dragging you across camp. It's like we gotta cut some trees down. And just, and just, it's like, all right, let me get my hammer. Yeah, you got sharpens it. his hammer. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Make stonebreaker. Uh, yeah, which works really well. That actually does work. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Hey, uh, <laughs> so she just, yeah, she just like, you know, waddles off with Justin's ear. But hold on, I don't even have my thing. No, yeah, come on, buddy. Um, it's just dragging you off. And Auburn kind of like watches this all happen. And she's like, she said you'd need something to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, she kind of, you know, walks, Auburn kind of wakes her way over to the party. And just like, I, uh, again, we, there's really no way to see it as a, as a traveling group of survivors to thank you for what you've done, but you've sort of become our, our protectors out here, and you're the only hope and security we have. Most of us here don't know how to wield a sword, and we're not even sure what we're doing, but uh, uh, seems as though we can't make Justin keep throwing himself in front of danger, especially with a child on the way and a wife. Um, so it's my suggestion, Andreas there, He's a bit of a handful, but uh, I think he may be of use to you. Uh, I haven't known him since he was a wee lad, but he's... Uh, he's still sneezing, just so you know. He's still... Yeah. <laughs> Probably not within earshot, I would imagine. Um, it's like, I know he, uh, he doesn't look like much, but he's always been a, uh, a clever boy. He'll... Uh, helpful in a pinch. He's loyal. Uh, always has been. And uh, while well, he's been the greatest thorn in my side, I think you all might be able to uh, put him to use. So, I suggest uh, he earn his keep. And uh, truth be told, it's not much of an option for him. Uh, if he's going to stay here, he's going to make himself useful. So, uh, why don't you go ring the bell for the lad? Alright. Egret nods and starts walking over and grabs like a stick, yeah. like a random stick, and just kind of <laughs> throws it over at him. Yeah. Hey! He's like, five more minutes! Egret, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she takes some of, uh, she basically takes this like little, it's basically like a little canteen or like little pouch like a, like a little leather pouch that she'll yeah. use to like you know keep water in and she'll just scoop that up she goes up to the water scoops it up and just yeah. just pours it over him splash <laughs> wakey wakey and immediately like he bolts up and his arms are on fire <laughs> <laughs> his arms are on fire and he's like who goes there <laughs> and his arms are like burst into flame and he sees like, you like uh, immediately yeah. puts him out yeah. like it, like almost magically yeah um Igor will kind of just kind of mimic what he's doing just with one hand and uh just kind of point in the direction of Cash. she's like we got work to do yeah. and he's like are you like me it's like you, you can gonna, do that too she just looks behind her head and she keeps on walking toward camp she goes not exactly just keeps on walking yeah it's like <laughs> Whoa! It's like, alright. And he, he gets up, grabs his stuff, kind of like puts on his jean shirt and stuff. Um, nice trick! You'd be great at birthday parties! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and uh, he's like, what are we doing? He like races after you. Or like he casts a message and he's, he's like, what are we doing? As he's putting on his jean shirt. He's like, what's happening? He's <laughs> like, we're heading to the mines. Or to the caves. What are the, what are the, are the, are the caves or the mines? Okay, uh, yeah. and yeah, actually, so as you, um, as you guys are, you know, maybe heading out, looking around, um, the, uh, uh, 
Vane will stop you. You know, Vane looks out. He's like, hold on, everybody. Yeah, he's like, come on back here for a second. And uh, calls you guys over and everything. He's like, he's like, so, uh, I discovered something last night. A little bit interesting. Uh, figured you want to know it, but uh, you know that note that you got from that York fellow, the big centaur? Uh, I pulled it up, and uh, yeah, I was looking at it, and I noticed it kind of smelled a little bit funny. And uh, you know, my, my instincts were correct. I went over and um, crushed a little bit of sulfur over the candle there. Creates a different kind of light, and when you hold the note up to it, and he kind of turns it over and holds it up, you know, like, and he kind of demonstrates, like, come with me. Kind of pulls you over to, like, a, a bit of a dimmer tent, you know, kind of crushes this powder, you know, in, like, a mortar and pestle. And like kind of sprinkles it over the candle, and the candle flickers like a green light for a second, and kind of holds up the the letter to it. And on the back of it, it starts glowing with what looks to be a clearly defined map of the Fangwood Forest. Whoa! What? Um, and it, like as he holds it up, he's just like, I don't know what this all means to you, but sure as hell looks like a map to me. And kind of hands it over to you and, guys. Uh, can uh, I roll a? Um, can I roll a? Uh, like a knowledge local on it or something? Yeah, local right. or geography. All right. Let's make a ten. Natural one. All right. Immediately, Andres, Andres looks uh, like he, he like sees it, and he's like, I've seen this map before, and he, he rolls a knowledge geography for it because mm-hmm. he's a bard, and he has bardic knowledge. Yeah. And rolls an 18. Nice. Nice. So you look at this, you're like, all right, this is he, this is that, yeah, it goes around here. It's like, it's like, oh, that's where it is. And you look around and you realize that this is this is a map of the Fangwood. You recognize yeah. exactly where you are and exactly, like, there's a couple different markings here and there that you'd be able to identify kind of what goes where. And, um, you know, like, the, the most of the markings you recognize are like, you recognize, oh, that's Gristledown, you know, where you guys just mm-hmm. came from. And, uh, you know, like, there is... Uh, you know, like this is like a path that goes this way, and then here's the old witch's hut, and a couple different things. And then you realize, like, oh, this is the um, it, there's like a like a glowing gem um, that you would recognize is like the uh, uh, the children of stone is what it's called. Um, and if you recall the letter, it seems as though it is a map to the children of stone. Salutations, children of the stone. My emissary approaches you as a sign of respect, but by now you have seen my soldiers have unchecked, have moved, moved, un, moved, my soldiers move unchecked across the green and fertile land. The Iron Fang Legion means to make, and all that stuff. We've kind of all heard this. Yeah. But, yeah. But, General Zerasi was trying to get in touch with the children of stone. Yeah. Looks in the back of this thing and says, here's a map that leads right to me. And you realize it goes off a little bit to the west, um, but uh, it seems like a map that would lead you right there. Okay. Yeah. She said, "Oh, Egret just kind of looks over and says, well, that settles it. That's where we're going.' Like, any objections? Like, nope. I guess I'm with you guys for the day. It's just like, as long as Obby's okay with that." The only other question is if you guys wanted to do anything with the uh, mass grave. I know that was too kind of late at night to do anything with it then. Mm. Um, but if you, if you guys want to go back and sort of like actually do burials there, um, maybe even when everything is put away, you could move camp there. It's not necessarily a better or worse shelter than where you're at right now. Um, but if you wanted to do something there, you could. Otherwise, you guys could head down to the Children of Stone. Okay. We need to move camp, though. Yeah, yeah we need to move camp. So, yeah, I mean, if we did 
how long would it take us out like time wise to get everybody there? I'd take you the morning, you know, like maybe yeah. you 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 kind of move everyone over there, uh, yeah. take care of the bodies and yeah. then bring them all in, and then you can move from there. Yeah. Yeah. But you just want to go back to the bridge and try to fight Scarnavidius. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah, I like your odds. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think that would probably be the best thing to do because mm-hmm. that would at least put them in a place to where they can rest again yeah. for the next night. Yeah. And uh, even though it's going to take some time to bury the bodies and get everything uncovered, I mean, that still is important and vital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's magic. There's something magical in there. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Some. Some. fishing. Fishing in, in corners. Yeah, so let's do that and make our way over there. Yep. Um, so you guys head that way. Um, Start telling people to, like, pack up and... Yeah, so then people, and some people are relieved to be like, oh, I'm getting out of here, you know, and they're like so happy to just find new lodging, um, you know, like get still, still scratching at spider bites and things like that, and they're just happy to be moving. Um, so they're walking again, and, um, you know, like, is there any, any plan? Is everyone just coming and helping out and doing stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, we just know. I think we should I think if anybody's, groups. like, ready and prepared while we're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, maybe because Darren already told Marla about it, he might just say, "Do you want to come help?" You know, yeah. like I know it's not be pretty, and yeah. you might, you know, get to see what we've been doing. Yeah. Darren's like, if I can help, sure. And then um, Darren will also just be like, "If anybody's ready, please look around for some more provision points. We're gonna need them. We're running low." Um, yep, so, uh, yeah, so people are, you know, as you're moving people over from A to B, they're looking around for anything that might be useful. Um, you know, you guys make it over, maybe group one sort of makes it around there, and you can see as people are around in the corner and kind of seeing this scene, like it is grisly, and like it is, you know, they, they know that people have been killed, but like this is, this is torture, this is different, and, you know, like it's heavy, but, you know, at this point people understand what they're into, they realize the stakes and what they're up against, and people are kind of just kind of, they stomach it as best they can, and, you know, they start taking down these skins from the wall, you know, and start, you know, trying to, like, wrap them up and cover them somehow, and, uh, you know, like, uh, every now and again, somebody will step aside to just vomit, you know, at what they've seen, and, uh, but then just kind of wipe it off, settle themselves, come back and try again. Um, people start digging graves and you start kind of moving bodies one by one into these graves. Um, and uh, as you do, um, you, you're kind of uncovering all these bodies and as you're doing so, you do find a couple things um, in, the, uh, in the pile, um, for lack of a better word. And I've lost the page where they're on. Uh, first thing you find... Two very powerful magical items. Yeah! <laughs> uh, the first thing you find is you, as you're digging things up, and, and we'll say that you kind of, you put these things away, um, you realize that these are, these are mangled and partially decayed corpses. Um, and uh, as you're digging through things, you find 342 gold pieces, um, significant 87 silver pieces, 
and 112 copper pieces. Um, seems as though they were not very interested in wealth at this point. Um, you also uncover four plus one frost crossbow bolts. Um, that's significant. So that's kind of cool. Frost uh, bolts. That's got your name on the cross. Yeah, Peter grabs those. Well, you're a ranger. Oh, they're bolts. They're bolts. Yeah, yeah. Not, yep. not arrows. Uh, you find a, a, a somewhat fancy wedding band um, that you think might be Ooh. worth something. Um, and a silver medal emblazoned with the crest of Mendev uh, on a long steel chain. Um, and uh, you guys would recognize this medal having belonged to uh, a man named Chorus, who is Gristledown's leader. You know, the uh, symbol that was on it was always worn by the leader of that town. And you recognize, like, yeah, and that's him. Uh, so it seems like he had perished kind of along with the rest of the town. Um, Yep. Does that that metal detect as magic? It does not. Okay. Nope. Was it the frost bolts that detected them as magic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's add that metal to the to the hemlock band. How do you add frost bolts? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to add the frost bolts. How in the world would that? There's four of them. I think you can add a custom thing, and then uh, I don't know how much frost comes on a frost bolt, but. I'd guess it's a 1d4, maybe a 1d6 of frost damage as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, so as you guys are, are doing all this, you're continuing to move bodies, you're burying them. Um, I mean, do you guys do anything else? Um, I, can, I can figure that out. I mean, I guess I'll have Egret roll another perception check to see if there's anything different from when we were there last. Um, yeah. Uh, 14. Uh, yeah, it seems like nothing's changed. Okay. Um, what was the banner made out of? What banner? Wood and, uh, Auburn's banner? Yeah. It had a hemlock on it, so it was a green sash, and then what looks, it looks a little bit like pine cones, but, um, hemlock, so there's like a a green thing with little pine cones on it. Like, could we make more of them? Uh, yeah, it'd there be are things cool. that you can find in the Fangwood. It'd be cool after we like, kind of clean up this area yeah. to just put it there as like a, yeah. you know, like, as almost like a sign of hope. And yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Restoration. Yep, yeah. I like that. Um, good. Andreas just kind of feels antsy at this point. Like, there's so, so many dead things around. He's just like, all right, y'all, um. Are we going to do something else today? Like, uh, is there another plan? Like, I think as, as long as everybody's, you know, kind of getting settled in, I don't think it'd be um, a problem to go out and, you know, check out a location on the map or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you got the day ahead of you. It's about you get looks over to go and says, I agree. I think we should go. I think we should go uh, check out uh, this location where this, uh, where these, uh, uh, what, are they, what are they called? The children. Uh, chil- the chil- children. Children of the stone. Children of the stone. Yeah. I think we should go where the children of the stone. Are, the children Lord of the stone. Yep. Children of the corn. Children of the corn. Flying yes. Amish children. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is more terrifying than what's actually in the adventure. Um, but the uh, yeah. So as you guys do this too, like these bodies are in graves and people are settling in. Um, you guys actually roll a perception check. Ooh. 23. 26. Nice. Right. 
24. So I think Estefan would definitely be the one to pick it out. But you look up, um, you know, as you guys are, are setting things aside, maybe packing up to leave, you kind of hear like a and there's like this, this call in the woods and you look up and it almost sounds as though it's trying to communicate with you. Um, and as you kind of like look up to it, you notice an owl in a tree and it looks like it's holding something. And, uh, and if, um, yeah, so you notice this owl in the tree and then it kind of has something in its, in its talons and then just kind of drops it and then flies off. Um, and it's a very distinct owl. It's got a very, very unique kind of like shape to its face, almost like a perfect heart, the way that it, it kind of forms. Um, and then a, a few blue feathers towards the end of its wings. Um, and you could roll a knowledge nature or local, trying to figure out anything there. Goats, my goats. I got a one. 14. I only kill about one kind of bird. This one! <laughs> 20! Uh, there you go. Uh, so you look up at it and you would recognize that this is, uh, it is almost definitely an animal companion of some kind. Um, and then those of you that would remember Chorus, kind of that leader of Gristledown, would remember he was a ranger. Um, so there's a good chance this is the. This is the, his animal companion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of just drops something on the ground next to this tree um, and flies off. All right, uh, Eagle, run over to go pick it up. Checking it Eek. out. Like um, Eek. 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 <laughs> you look over and it is it is uh, wrapped in canvas. But as you open it up, you uh, see lesser bracers of archery. Oh, not entirely sure what they do. I should have ran and grabbed that. They sound awesome, baby. Uh, yep, lesser bracers of archery. Lesser bracers of archery. Um, so also to cool. um, can I roll a spellcraft on it to see what it is? Uh, sure, but I can't tell you the answer. I have to look them up. <laughs> oh, okay. Looking. Yep. Never mind. Yep. These wristbands. Oh wait, should I? Can I read it? Sure. Um, these wristbands function as greater braces of archery, uh, except these are think, lesser. Yeah. Lesser. Yeah. Hold on. Let me look. The less cool brace. Plus one on attack rolls, no bonus on damage rolls. There you go. So plus nice. one to archery. Oh, use any bow, not including crossbows. Why do I feel like it's like a Not impossible. including crossbows. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Um, I really need to just buy Hero Lab. So expensive, though. How much yeah. is it? Oh, whoa. Well, it's like. Yeah. I don't know, it's like 35 or something for just basic Hero Lab, but if you want to add like any other books to it besides like the core rule book and a few others, yeah. it's like twelve ninety nine per book or something like that. Yeah. It's pricey. It's an investment. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's, just, it's just plus one to attack with um, with the bow. With the bow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not including crossbows. I have no idea. Well, this is so confusing because it's like... Can the people that use bows roll off with it? You can do a roll off, Elon. No. You want to do a roll off? Oh, he has a crossbow. I have a crossbow okay. and a longbow composite. Right, so a heavy crossbow. I have a heavy crossbow and right. a composite. All right, ready? Yep. All right. Two. Eighteen. Eighteen. It's <laughs> close. It's close. It's close, but I think eighteen wins. Darn it. There you go. Uh, so as uh, as you guys are digging through all this stuff, um, you're moving bodies. What's Darren doing during all 
I think he wants to pocket the wedding ring. <laughs> oh, sure. just, all right. Just because, you know, Marla's around and yeah. he Could enjoys it. Right. Um, oh, I know that. Fair enough. Here's and a then, dead person's ring. So then, <laughs> will you marry me? How romantic. <laughs> yep. And I'm sorry, so we're, we're on the, like, we were just coming up, going walking down a path and all this happened uh well you guys are, are you're basically some burying bodies you know mm-hmm. at all this and stuff. we saw the owl okay can uh i, I want to try something real quick uh, just as andreas um can i roll a handle animal to try and get the owl to come to me um it kind of just dropped the thing and flew off yeah, I think it's three once again, released back to the earth. I feel like Darren wants to go take another look at that skin. If yeah. that's around. Yeah. Or do um, we, like, burn it? Uh, we never really said what happened to it. No. Finger puppet, I think, is the last we discussed. I feel like, I feel like he <laughs> would be, puppet. like, bringing Marla over to it and just be like, I swear I recognize this, this person. Yeah. And um, it's just, like, eating at him. Yeah. Sort of on our perception? Um... Sure. At least or could I like take him. twenty on it if I just really took time? Uh, well, roll a perception check. <laughs> this is <a> three. <laughs> All right. So you're looking at it, and you're just like, I still can't quite place it. Um, but you kind of hear um, as you're looking at it, you kind of look over. You know, as all these bodies are getting kind of put away and. The shred skin was right near the bodies, and all stuff's getting buried. And as people are kind of still digging through these bodies and these items and things like that, um, they kind of dig up out of the um, uh, out of the mess of bodies. You know, like these these two guys are discussing. Um, you know, let's say it's uh, it's uh, well, let's say it's the Orc brothers. You know, they're kind of the ones doing the heavy lifting down there. They kind of lift up this one body, and it's. Um, uh, or it's not even a body, they just lift up out of it like this this blood red stained armor and they're just like, ugh, so they just kind of toss it off to the side and as it kind of hits the ground, you know, and the blood continues just seeping off of it, you look and you notice that the, the armor itself is stained like this beautiful kind of polished orange um, and, you know, for a second you look back at the shred skin and back at the armor and it connects for a second that this is the man that invited you to be part of the Amber Elite. And this is his armor. And, you know, you as a child, for a moment, you're back. You're on the bridge. And this man in his blazing amber armor, you know, is just like laughing at the sun. He's just so amused by the thought of you wanting to be a knight and saying, Try hard, come back here in a couple years, and we'd love to have you, you know, like we'd love to have you try to be a knight, you know, you're invited to be a part of the team. And, uh, you know, as you look at the skin on the ground and you look at this armor, you know, like that's slowly drying off to the next to this pile, um, you basically realize that that man who invited you to be part of the Amber Elite uh, has died in this massacre. Yeah, Darren, like, like when he realizes, like, let's go of the skin and, like, takes steps back and is just, like, seeing if anybody notices his reaction, but, like, tries to book it to, like, solitude mm. and just tries to, like, go off on his own and 
And Marlon's like, Darren, Darren, and he just where are you going? going? Yeah, he just walks away like Darren! he's just walking. And Can uh, Egret sense motive? And Lindy's like, figure out. <laughs> can uh, can can Egret sense motive to kind of see if she can piece together what was going on? Uh, maybe. I mean, he just ran away upset. Um, yeah, I mean, if you see him taking off, sure. Uh, 18. Is that against, what, CMB? Well, it depends on you, whether or not you're trying to hide it. You can go against a bluff, or you can just tell him what... Oh, so do I roll? Uh, if you're trying to hide what's going on, then yeah. Otherwise, you could just say... I feel like he is at that time. Yeah, Yeah, but you rolled set four, so seven. So you probably see something's up. Yeah, Uh, but he was just definitely, like jarred by that and he like goes off like right around the corner like maybe even if it's around that wall or just to the first place he can find to like just be alone and just like collapses into his hands as he's just like remembering all of like what he fought for and trained for and cared about and just feels like that was like who he wanted to go meet with and see that was like why he wanted to be a knight and like, and and now he's just like that was like everything I I cared about, you know, <laughs> and like, and I so you're telling Egret this? Well, like, or? yeah, I guess if you came up yeah, to like kind of comfort what... me, then yeah, I'd just be like that was absolutely everything I've ever worked to try to become, mm-hmm. and it's gone, and nobody else even knows who I am. Um, Egret leans forward and just kind of like she doesn't look at him but they're just kind of both looking off into the distance you know she says you know my mother was the most important person in my life and I wanted to be here so bad she was the she was my tribe's most uh, renowned and really not even in our tribe she was probably one of the best clerics um, in the land that I knew of anyway and um, and uh, and she's no longer there and um, and I couldn't save her but I strive to be every bit of her I, I strive to achieve what she's achieved in her life. And the fact that you're still here tells me that you're not far off from achieving what you saw in this man. And so she takes um, the portion of the armor that's not mangled and damaged, and she hands it over to him, and she says, you should wear this with pride. And you should wear this in honor of the man that you pursued and looked up to um, to be a knight. And I think that you should, I think that you should, you should wear this in his honor. And she kind of says, you know, I know Justin um, and Kynan know quite a quite a few things about this sort of thing. Maybe they uh, could do some work on it. That's my two cents. And then she kind of gets up and just kind of pats him on the shoulder and walks away. 
And he stops there and he's eager. This was the bravest man I've ever known. The strongest one, too. Do you think we can handle what we're up against? She turns around and she says, I don't know. But if our team keeps on getting stronger, like we have, and like you have, then I, I don't see us losing this fight. And she just keeps walking. Andreas grabs Estefan and Gil and is like, are those two like a thing? Look at the both of you guys like, yeah. You know, yes, unfortunately, you're I'll talking to the wrong person. Gil's <laughs> <laughs> not a master of love. <laughs> I thought you were a love monk. Egret has a thing for short guys. Love monk. Love monk. And Andreas is like, I actually never properly introduced myself. And he's like, I'm Andreas. And like to both of you guys, like kind of. Nice to meet you, Andreas. You play a. A mean fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's called a lute. Um, it's kind of like a guitar. <laughs> no, no, no. Lute's so we just pulled off these corpses. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, that's a cool berry you got. Like, what's his name? That's Barry Mason. Nice to meet you, Barry Mason. He's, he, since you didn't shake his hand, he shakes Barry Mason's paw. <laughs> and Barry Mason looks back at us to film. Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and whatever bear sound they make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bear sound? <laughs> That's our stock animal sound. Yeah. The owl sound? The, the bear sound? Yeah. The lizard sound? And I think as we're talking, Astrid comes and rejoins the group, and I think we all kind of look to her and it's like, so what's what's the plan? Egret mm. um, essentially just kind of looks at everybody and says, all right, well, like, we're here for a reason. We got everybody settled here. Um, we've got uh, the, uh, what, are, what are the, uh, I keep on forgetting the Orc Brothers' names. Yeah, um, uh, Kruger and Oktar. We got Kruger, Oktar, and, and Justin both here, keeping an eye on things. Um, I think we should all head uh, in the direction of uh, of these capes and see if we can uh, get a uh, get in contact with these children of the stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she uh, looks at everybody and just says, "That's not like a plan." Andreas is like, "You have my hat." <laughs> and my she takes his, she, she takes his hat off of her uh, of his head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> um, so and then if like we're just walking past, I feel like Darren kind of kind of snobby, but like also like I don't know. I think just like still upset at like finding out that his heroes dead. Yeah. I mean, like, that was basically Infinity Wars for him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There you go. But, no, like, I, I feel like he'll just kind of walk by Egret and just be like, you know, I don't think we're strong enough, but it's not like we have anywhere else to go. And, you know, he's like, and this is Vandar, and, you know, we, we're fighting to live here. We're fighting so that others can live. Yeah. 
And she looks over at him and she says, you know, you're right. We're not strong enough. But we will be. And keeps walking. And with that, uh, you know, moving off the idea of, you know, we're moving onward and we're just going to have to find power as we go. You all make your way to level three. Oh! Yeah!